Hey everyone, Adam here. This week you're going to be seeing these bonus episodes in your Helpful Goat Presents feed. These are some horror-themed games that we've been streaming on Twitch this month in celebration of Spooktober. And we wanted to get them in podcast form in time for Halloween. So enjoy, watch out for language as always, and, um, oh, okay, you want to... All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this um, creepy cloaked demonic figure just tapped me on the shoulder and wants to say something. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the mic. Just, yep. Just talk right into it. You got music and everything. All right. On this night of nights, this All Hallows Eve. Prepare to be scared, frightened, and disturbed. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Nice, yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was good. That was super spooky. I dig it. <clears throat> um, are you gonna murder me or Hello, everyone, and welcome to Helpful Goat Presents The Dark Following, where we play some spooky D&D, a game of shared storytelling where my friends and I build and explore a fantastic world. My name is Galway Trainer, the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming, and tonight I will be the DM for this tale, but I will not be telling the story alone. I am joined by Andy, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, playing Gotham Blake, Human Ranger, and Hunter of People. That's me. Lena, playing Victoria Smith, tiefling bard and professional therapist. Hi. TJ, playing Denbarrow Haha McLaughlin, tiefling warlock and host of Fact is Funnier Than Fiction, airing at 9 p.m. wherever you are. Wherever you are. <laughs> I'm always watching. And Adam, playing Gemma Lee Pearson, human wizard who is probably really wishing she didn't leave the lab to go on this mission. Everything's, every, you know, everything's just going great. Everything's fine. Hello. Thank you so much to all the players and to everyone out there listening. Before we get into things, a couple of quick announcements and a little bit of housekeeping. We are Helpful Goat Gaming. We are an affiliate here on Twitch, so you can follow, cheer, and subscribe to us all of which would be immensely appreciated. We're a small independent game design firm. We love doing this and would love to be able to do more of it, and your support is a big part of that being possible. Besides being here on Twitch, you can also check out our other adventures either on YouTube, where we're Helpful Goat Gaming, or in our podcasts, Goats and Dragons, our long-form D&D, or Helpful Goat Presents, where we cover shorter adventures. You can get those wherever you get your podcast fix. You can also find out more about us on Twitter, where we're at Helpful Goat, Facebook, Helpful Goat Gaming, or check out our website at HelpfulGoat.com. I'd also like to acknowledge some contributors to this stream podcast that make it possible. You can see them there on the credit page. Uh, our music is provided by Incompetech uh, and Tabletop Audio, which they generously make available through um, an open license so that 
show producers, game creators, tabletop gamers like ourselves can use it. Uh, we also got some help with a lot of the art in terms of stock photography and also contributions of original art. And most especially, uh, I wanted to extend our thanks once again to Swampy Kid, a friend of the stream, whose world this uh, this adventure actually takes place in um, and worked with me extensively on making sure that the creatures were designed correctly, um, that the adventure fit their vision of what we should be doing, etc. So thank you, Swampy Kid, so much. Uh, we are having a great time and we do love the art that you provided. Yeah. Um, all right. One last thing before we get back into sort of the start of story. Before we get started on a quick content warning, stream is designed to be spooky and creepy, principally in the vein of psychological horror games and movies. Um, themes in this could be disturbing to some, potentially including, but not limited to, death, grief, guilt, darkness, isolation, entrapment, etc. If you find this content too upsetting at any point, we completely understand. Um, but we do hope that you're able to enjoy this celebration of the spookiest of seasons along with us. One additional note on that is that each player and the DM completed the Monty Cook Games Consent in Gaming free supplement to ensure that this is creepy, spooky, scary, and above all, fun, not traumatic. I highly recommend taking a look at that content, which is a great contribution to the gaming community generally. And now, last time on Helpful Goat Presents The Dark Following. In the city of Pratukea, nestled in the ancient and expansive Dalfernal jungle, the city grows and thrives, the model of modern prosperity. However, there is another side to Pratukea. Beyond the mundane modern activities, there is a profound supernatural influence in the city. Those who have knowledge of such things have generally agreed to keep this knowledge from the mundane world where possible. As part of this effort, the most powerful players in this have established a council devoted to preventing knowledge of the supernatural from affecting the mundane world. The Council normally selects assets from the supernatural groups in the city to combat the risk of information leaking. Now they have gathered four individuals and tasked them with bringing a new cult leader under control and discovering the source of his mysterious powers. After making contact and threatening him with a gun, Alexander, the leader of the Dark Salamander's cult, fled into an unopened subway station. The group followed him, and upon being surprised by an explosion, found themselves in a slightly odd subway station. Strange creatures and occurrences were found there, until they found themselves flying, or falling, towards themselves. They awoke in an antique, though nice, room, and after exploring through impossible locations, ended up in a pentagonal room where Blake ended up face to face to face with himself. The situation was only complicated when Blake walked into the room, whereupon the three Blakes already in the room smiled identical, physically impossible smiles and disappeared. Now, you all find yourselves shaken and confused by what has just occurred and by the knowledge that you are not alone. The dark is following you. You're so shaken, in fact, that before anything else, I would love it if everybody gave me a quick composure check. Okay. Including Blake? Especially Blake. Blake just saw three of himself. <laughs> Wait, but I thought Blake's, I thought all the Blake's disappeared. Oh, is there still one Blake here? Me? There's still the Blake that walked in at the end. Yeah, Blake. Yeah. Oh, 
and the other three Blakes disappeared. Correct. And this Blake that walked in is the one that had blood on its hands. Correct. And that's the one still here. Correct. Cool beans. <laughs> I was just making sure I had all the facts. <laughs> all right. Um, this is a saving throw, right? So composure yeah. checks, just as a quick note, are a way of tracking how well uh, the players, or the characters rather, well, the players too, because Andy calls for composure checks on himself from time to time, are dealing with <laughs> the sheer madness that they are facing. Uh, they can choose any of their saving throws, but instead of being a simple success or failure, the way most D&D 5e saves are, it's compared to a number that I have set, which could either mean that they rally themselves a little bit and feel a little bit better or more generally feel a whole hell of a lot worse about their current situation. Uh, Gemma Lee will, as always, give an intelligence saving throw for her composure check. I thought you had nat 20 did again. 16, very nicely done. Yeah, I'm going to use charisma. 13, and I'm just doing my typical, you know, talking myself through this thing. Like, it's okay, Victoria. I know you just saw a bunch of Blakes disappear, and for some reason this one has blood on his hand, and that's kind of weird, right? But it's totally okay. Nothing's happening. So you're going to go, you, you, you're, you're, you're thinking about that, and you're concentrating on that, you're concentrating on that. Um, and it takes you a second to hear yourself saying, nothing is okay, Victoria. Nothing is okay. Nothing is okay. Nothing is okay. I don't think that's what I'm trying to say at all, Victoria. Self, me. <laughs> um, wow. Um, Haha is going to use constitution this time because um, there's been some food interactions that have gone on and he's attempting not to throw up from the spatial, temporal, multi-Blake situation. Multi-Blake. Oh, that did not go great for you. 11. I, I will say, well, what happens? He, he, he is, on top of other things, probably going to throw up, but... Uh, well, you stole what I was going to have happen. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will say the doll gonna... will also start retching. This Ed Gein ventriloquist doll will also throw up, and nothing is coming out of haha, but an ungodly amount of vomit is coming out of the doll. What the fuck? All right, I'm, I'm I'm actually actively debating whether I need everyone else to make another composure check. No, that's not fair. They can't be triggered by TJ being creepy. <laughs> no, they they're only triggered by the DM. So, if, so if, if if anyone is if anyone's played Pandemic, I'm thinking this is one of those like cascading yeah. Uh, situations. Yeah. Uh, all right, and Blake. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, quick, do just like uh, let's see. I've already used dexterity and constitution, so let's do wisdom. I'm gonna do kind of a quick medicine check, just kind of like <laughs> click on both sides of my ears and make sure that my vision is, is you know. I, I like that you started with the ears, which to me suggests that your first thing upon encountering a potential visual hallucination of three of yourself is to see if you have like tinnitus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's do that. Ayo. 16. 16, very nice. All right. Thank you so much for that. Um, so, yeah, you now let me click over. I clicked into completely the wrong tab and I was really confused. <laughs> I like managed to freak myself out. So the room you are standing in now is quiet and still, save for the wriggling of a couple of salamanders as they move away from you. There is no trace of the extra Blakes, no sign that they were ever there. 
except for your memories of the terrible smiling faces. What would you like to do? What does this room look like real quick? So this is a, a, a pentagonal room, which seems to be hewn from the stone itself. Um, there is no furnishing, furnishings or other household decorations. The doors that you came through, which are the, um, if you picture a pentagon sitting on the flat side of it as a base, it's the sort of the two walls and the angled roofs. Those were where the doors were. Um, and so the doors that you came through still hang open, uh, though now they reveal only mirror-like walls reflecting your gazes back, where only moments before there have been hallways leading to various rooms. In the center of the room is a pedestal that has a clear orb of some kind of material on top of it. And the only remaining door that is still closed is the one at the base of the Pentagon. Its surface is decorated with a kind of ombre pattern fading from gray at the top to deep black at the bottom. The door has no handle, lock, or other means of apparently opening it. So this doesn't look like a subway station or like an old, you know, house, right? Correct. Uh, why did all of you have one of me with you? I mean, I kind of feel like that's something we should be asking you, isn't it? I mean, I didn't have one of me with me. No, but those were maybe you. I don't know I mean, if I, they were you. Were they you? Did they did they say anything? Like Yeah. Like like what? Well, how, I don't know if I should tell you that because if those were you and this isn't you, I could be telling not you secrets about you and that would really upset real you probably. But I mean this is I'm me. This is me. How would I mean I can I can prove it. <laughs> you know I need to. I mean, that might just help in allaying our, our fears. Uh, Gemma, do you still have the detect magic spell active? Um, Which you flashed on when multi-Blake was occurring? I, I think I probably do. I mean, unless... Because okay. I, I didn't quite track, like, yeah, what's been happening or if we entered a new space yeah but i so i i cast detect magic when yeah and you're, when, you're when, well within the amount of time it's only been like a minute um could you give me an arcana check real fast sure 10 nice so i'm gonna yeah. use my inspiration okay oh 15. 15. Very nice. Uh, that is a very good uh, promotion. Um, <laughs> when you think back on it, and now that you kind of still have this on, and there's there's a lot of just glow from the magic around, but now that you're looking at Blake, Blake doesn't appear magical. And now that you think back on it, there was something odd about the Blakes, the multi-Blakes, the three of them that had been up there when you looked at them. And it, it, it didn't even occur to you because you were just so sort of shaken by what was going on. But there's all this magic in the room, and it seemed like they created a flow to the magic. It was pulling towards them, 
And then there was a thin layer of space around them that had much less magic in it, as if they were removing or absorbing the magic itself. Hmm. You gonna share any of that with the party? <laughs> and you do and you do not see this effect with the current Blake. And Blake um Yeah. Never appeared magical before, right? Like he shouldn't appear magic. No, he himself doesn't appear magical. You can see some um like, some but like when I cast it in the subway or he didn't he, I, he looks like he does now. Okay, all right. He just wasn't he didn't really stand out against how much magic was around you, which was really startling for you because you've never seen that much magic. But you all's figures didn't appear particularly magical. Okay. Um, yeah, Gemma Lee will speak up. She's glancing around at everybody, but letting her gaze kind of linger on Blake. And she'll say, I think what we need to do is, well, one, get out of here. Because if those journal entries are any indication, we're not safe. I wonder if one thing that we could do that might help with that is if we shared with each other our experiences of the last five to ten minutes. And I'm staring at Blake. But what if what if that's not Blake Blake? What if that's fake Blake? And no, then look, we share me. that. No, I promise it's me. And I'll I'll take my like ring finger and middle finger and bend it like all the way back to my hand. I'm just one of those. Is really that something I've seen you do before? Yes, Victoria. Yeah. Okay. I've seen that before. Because otherwise it's going to go the other way. <laughs> yeah, see, look. They used to call me Gumby. How comforting. Blake, yeah. what is your memory of the last few minutes? Uh, I was transported to some, some like, uh, forest or something in the night. And then I was in that room. And then uh, I came out of that room and I saw saw all of you and I saw me's with all of you. And and I got to admit, it kind of shook me there. But yeah, that's about it. So you don't remember talking to any of us? No, I don't. I don't tell me if I'm wrong, go away. But no, I don't. So I'd like to just I'm picturing Blake in the middle of this situation where everyone's like worried that they're cracking up or Blake isn't Blake just suddenly invoking Galway um, out of nowhere. No, uh, that is that is accurate. You remember you remember a vision uh, in the forest or being transported to a forest. You're not even really sure. And then you woke up in a dark room, uh, made your way out here. You did not see anyone else until you opened a door and there were six people in this room, three of which were you. Yep. Um. Okay, but that doesn't really explain the blood on your hand. Uh, and I kind of look at it like I didn't notice it um, until just now. Uh, yeah. I guess, I'd, uh, I guess it doesn't. Do you have an explanation? 
I don't have any, I don't have an explanation for any of this. All right, this is just this is beyond any of this. So I think we just try to get out of here as quick as we can, right? Who wants to who wants to touch the orb? <laughs> I feel like that's the best idea we've ever had. Remember those discussions we've been having as a group about not acting rashly? Maybe this is a good time to not act rashly. <laughs> as you were saying that, I was moving toward it with my hand out. Uh, all right, all right. Mr. Giggles agrees. You'll notice that Haha is cradling Mr. Giggles and is wiping his mouth off uh, with his shabby jacket. Um, and uh, whispering softly, hush, little baby, don't say a word, as he's sort of cowering in the corner from all of you. What is what is everyone else's memory of of since of since we left the the dining room? I guess I had a vision from my past, after which I woke up next to Blake. And he confronted me, and then I followed him into this room. Does that sound similar to what happened to the two of you? Definitely similar. Blake didn't confront me. Um, or I guess not Blake. Fake Blake? Or Blake Blake? I don't know. Flake, obviously. We're going with Flake. And also this Blake is real Blake. I don't think they were real because I sensed a particular magical effect on them when they were here. Also, this is how much I can smile and it only goes this far. See, that's a good point. <laughs> Are you even smiling? Yeah, and I'm super smiling. I'm sure we could improve on that. Haha is is what you experienced after after the dining room about the same? Yes, he'll look sort of pained at you. Same, yes, the visions and then waking up and your your doppelganger is certainly very polite to look at you, Blake. What do you mean by that? Good, I guess. Just a very comforting, evil magic presence is all. The most comforting I've ever known. Mine was polite, too. He was worried about getting us all out of here alive. Was yours not polite, Jimily? No, my flake was very polite. And I, I trusted him. He seemed concerned. I think... About what? Well, about getting out of here. Right, Galway? I, 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 we elected that I fumbled that insight check. You, yeah. you in and fact... medical. You thought it was like a medical... Yeah, you thought that, you. Uh, you thought that, yeah, he was concerned about your medical condition uh, because of uh, some things that had been said before, etc. Um, but yeah, you were 100% sure that he was concerned about you and wanted to get out. Yeah. Hey, haha! Ha, did uh, did did I make any nicknames for your puppet? <laughs> did, uh, did Mr. Giggles wasn't there for most of it. His uh, eye will start twitching. Okay. Do you have any fun nicknames now? The puppet's head will turn all the way around on its neck and look at you. Oh yeah, I got a, I got a few more. Yeah. 
You gonna save him? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Gemma Lee will, I guess, say something like, "Look, clearly, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, Gemma Lee's gonna say the stupidest thing. <laughs> clearly, there's something going on here." <laughs> Oh my god. I can't, I can't slow clap and push to talk at the same time. <laughs> I oh, don't man. know what it means, but I want to say jinkies, Scoop. We need to get out of here. All, all I sense around us. Agreed. All I've sensed around us since the subway is water and death. It feels like a strange, dangerous combination of, of magical forces. Does that sound right, Galway? It seems did that combination like it, it feels eerie and dangerous, right? Um, or I'm not sure I'd push it that far. Um, elements of magic are normal in this world, and you sort of feel them. They can concentrate a little bit more or less. What is perhaps most notable here is the sheer amount of magic. Yeah, and yeah. the fact that it is so predominantly death magic yeah but it's not but that's not necessarily dangerous in of itself that's why when i described it before and worth doing again death magic here more means almost entropy or settling it's right it's silence after noise it's darkness after light stillness after movement yeah okay um, so yeah, Gemma Lee will shift to investigating maybe that, you said there's an orb in the room? So there's an orb on a pedestal in the very middle of the room, which is a pentagon. The room is a pentagon. Yeah. There's a fifth door that, uh, at the base, which is, doesn't seem to have any way to open it. I think one of us touches that, uh, orb and opens the door, what do you say? What if the clue to getting out of here is in the visions we had? What if we had them for a reason? Should we share them with each other? We all sort of, I just look around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ha, ha, ha sort of terrifiedly looks around. I mean, obviously, except for Blake, it's okay that you didn't have any Blake, right? Did you not have any? A vision? I mean, no, I, I woke up in like a like a forest and then I got transported to a room okay is that all that actually happened uh, haha is insight checking Blake 19 I should say are you are you sort of obfuscating Blake um, what actually happened to you especially with that bloody hand I'll let you uh, determine what a 19 does on that Blake all right um you definitely see uh, like a shaking in my hand when I'm talking about a forest um, and it would sort of relay that this is not entirely accurate. No. Now, now, Blake, if we're going to do this, we're all going to tell the truth, aren't we? Your hand is shaking. That sounds good. Why don't you and Pinocchio go first? <sighs> You first, bloody hands. Show of good faith, since, you know, there were three imposters of you. 
Jimmy's going to go ahead and say, Blake, the other version of you mentioned seeing a figure from your past in the forest. Did that happen to you? Ah, stupid doppelganger. Yeah, that, yeah, that happened. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what happened to everyone, right? We saw something traumatic from our past, all right? Right. That's what this thing is doing. It's fucking with us. But what if it also had a clue or a hint about what's going on? What if this isn't random? But we don't know that. And sometimes other people see things that you can't because you're too close to the situation. Okay, I'll start. My vision was of me back in my dorm at university. My friend Tomas was in the room with me, acting totally normal at first, like the goofball that he was, and then gradually he started acting different. He started talking about the future, like he had some knowledge of the future, and like he had some kind of knowledge of magic. Does that sound similar to what happened to you, Blake? A little bit. I mean, someone from my past started acting like it, like it wasn't them. Um, now that Gemily has shared, she'll glance around at everybody, and but now she feels fine uh, moving to the orb. She's not going to touch it yet, but she's going to do an Arcana check on the orb. But she is hoping that everybody else maybe continues to share while she investigates. I'm assuming you have a flashlight on because it is very dark in here. Oh, uh, yeah, my drone will be on then. Yeah. Okay. What's the range on his light? Uh, 40 feet, I believe. Okay. 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 Why does that matter, Galway? How big is this room? <laughs> Look into the corners of God. I have dark vision, by the way, just as a reminder. There's there's nothing there's nothing there. Nothing. I have dark all. vision, Galway, anyway. You, back you to role playing. the corners of the room. <laughs> I will let you say what you're gonna say and then I will deal with Gemma's role and then perhaps we can uh, hear from Ha. Mine was a little different than that. It was someone from my past. It was it was Elizabeth. And it was one of the last times I saw her. But she was acting like herself. She was scared. But she was acting normal. Um, sorry, Galway, in addition to my arcana check, I'm going to... How long does it take to do a ritual spell? An additional ten minutes. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that for the spell identify. Okay. In, do I have to touch the orb at the beginning of casting that spell, or can I wait 10, 11 minutes and then touch it? I think it's throughout the casting. You need to oh, be touching God. the object, which means that you'll have to be sitting there uh, <laughs> groping the orb for 10 minutes. Then I, I'm, I'll hold off on that for the moment. Okay. But, yeah. Coward. Uh, so to resolve uh, that that arcana check, um, you're not able to get a real good sense of it, but it is definitely magical. 
Um, and yeah, no, with an 11, that's all you get. It's definitely magical. Gemily? Yes, Victoria? Why was the woman, when we all first met at the council meeting, why was that woman staring at you so much? Which woman? The one staring at you unblinkingly. She had eyelids, not the one next to her that doesn't have really any body parts. Tracy, Tracy Michaels. To be Matthews. honest. Tracy Matthews. Sorry, I couldn't find <laughs> in my notes, so I was just guessing. There's Tracy Matthews. It was a solid guess. Yeah, so. To be honest, Victoria, I have no idea. I'm going to insight check that and I rolled a 16. Do I think she's telling me the truth that she has no idea? Uh, 18 for uh, haha on that same question. Adam, I will let you decide what a 16 and an 18 would reveal about that statement. Um, I, frankly, I might need your assistance with this one, Galway. <laughs> well, because, because I did an insight check on Tracy during that you meeting did. in session zero. Um, if I recall correctly, I didn't get a sense of why she was staring at me. But Correct. also but also I forget like I forget the exact nature of of the quintessence group and Tracy Matthews's role. Uh, you're not actually that familiar with uh, Tracy Matthews role. She was there as a representative of the quintessence on the council. Um, and you know that the quintessence uh, tend to control information. Um, and I would say that to answer to answer your question, you did an insight role on her and you got the sense that she was looking at you, but you could not tell why she was looking at you. Yeah. So with a 16 and an 18, like um Gemily is definitely telling the truth that she has no idea why Tracy Matthews was staring at her, but but it's clearly something that Gemily noted and was worried about at the time. That so it's good to me. So it's not an innocent like oh I have no idea. It's yeah I noticed that too. I have a concern about like. Gemily has the vaguest p- possible like suspicions about why Tracy Matthews might be might have been staring at her but that vagueness is doubled down for you like you just get a glimmer of like something is going on here but you don't know what okay okay have have you dealt with the quintessence before I haven't would any of us have a knowledge of the quintessence at all? Uh, DM? I do. I was going to say Victoria uh-huh. extensively, uh, Extensive. and no, none of the, none of the rest of you. You have the same familiarity that I would have described to Gemily. Okay, Victoria. I just want to say thank you for sharing your vision. Ha ha. How about you? And and um, Gemily is kind of slowly circling the the orb while making con- eye contact with everybody and kind of her attention is shifting from the group to the orb and tr- trying to investigate it. Uh, Haha is um, 
I will say uh, he is looking really worse for the wear. Um, like uh, it's been a bad time down here for all of us, but he, it looks like it's totally getting to him. Um, and uh, he, a little trickle of vomit is going to sort of flow out of his mouth, and he's going to start sort of humming a little bit, like uh, Mr. Giggles saw his brother. That's right, Mr. Giggles saw his brother, his dear. Your sweet brother, who always laughed, always laughed at his jokes. Mr. Giggles will start laughing in a child's voice, um, but there's sort of interdispositions, inter, um, inter I should say, of static as this happens. Yes, yeah, he was so happy back then, Mr. Giggles was, until Ha Ha came and did the bad thing and ruined everything. And he'll sort of blurb out a little more vomit. I wish you guys could see the look of horror and discomfort on my face, because it is exactly what is on Jamalee's face right now. He will also be scratching at Mr. Giggles' um, face, which is like human skin stretched over a wood frame. Uh, Not enough to damage Mr. Giggles, but definitely leaving scratch marks on it. Ha ha. Did your brother in your vision act strange, act differently than he normally would have at that time. Mr. Giggles' his brother, not ha-ha, not ha he, he was so kind, just laughing at laughing. And, and um, ha-ha's kind of going to uh, sort of dissolve at this. Okay. I'll go and comfort <laughs> ha-ha. Oh, Put my well, arm around him. Haha, thank you for sharing. You did a really good job. You're very strong. You're very resilient. Yeah, it's all right. We'll get out of here. Don't worry. We will, one way or another. As you move over to Haha, Drift follows you over, and that takes you sort of far enough in the room that now the, the light is hitting one of those mirror doorways that you had walked through. Um, and a beam of light bounces back into the orb uh, and seems to hold there. The orb is glowing slightly. Whoa. What did I do? What did I do? What just happened? Did I do that? Is that me? Is that normal? Is this, Galway, is this comparable to what happened with our shadows in the other room? It or is. the exact opposite? Or the exact opposite. One might even say the compliment of it. <laughs> Complimentary. <laughs> So we need to reflect light for all of us into the orb? What if that doesn't get us out? What if it just takes us deeper? Any suggestion is better than nothing. We need to try to leave. Haha looks like he's gaining a little bit of his grasp on reality back after you guys comforted him. We've got to try something. I think Haha's <laughs> right. I think this is our best option. Oh. You're so funny. The, the, whoever wrote those journal entries was here alone. Maybe we'll have better luck being together. So, so I guess Gemily will start like experimenting. Like, like I guess I'm not. I Adam, I'm not 100 grasping like the the spatial relationship between. Uh, our characters' movements and what happens with the light going into the orb, like, that's still kind of fuzzy for me, Galway, so whatever 
Gemma Lee has to do, like, to kind of... That's... That's not quite a pentagon, but but yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Andy is more or less diagramming what's happening. That's a very good attempt. <laughs> but, so, but, but something happened as... as Blake approached... Haha, <laughs> right? So when Blake's, when Drift, Blake's drone's light hit one of the doorways, it bounced back. The room is big enough that until he had gone, oh, sorry, there's a fire truck going by. It's fine. Yeah. 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 My light from my drone reflected back at a certain angle and then hit the beam, uh, hit the orb. And until, until he was over there, he's one of those two X's that's standing together. He was kind of standing in the middle and Drift's light didn't touch any of the doors. Okay, so he moved, the light touched the door. Yep. Okay. So Gemily would encourage Blake to get Drift to look at all the other doors, to cast light on the other all the other doors. I mean, shouldn't we talk for another half an hour, 45 minutes, eight hours? God, no. God, no. This I feel is like horrible. maybe we're just moving a little rashly, and we haven't even gotten into a deep dive of our visions yet or really analyzed what those might mean. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'll start walking around the room with Drift hitting so, the doors. As soon as Drift's light leaves that first door, the glow in the orb yeah. fades, and as soon as you're in range of the next door, it reappears. I think we need to find a way to shine, shine some light on each of these at the same time. We all have flashlights, don't we? I mean, I have an extra flashlight if one of you needs it, but I have drift. You do, I have all, you do all have flashlights. Oh, okay, cool. I, I replaced but the torches first, with those. I'd just like to register my objection again and say that maybe we should talk a little. I feel like I'm almost on to something about what the visions mean. We all had significant people in them. And if I could just remember something. Well, you, uh, you keep at it. Okay. Let's shine Thank some you light. For the it was really kind of you, Blake. Yeah. Also, great problem solving, everyone. You're doing such a great job, even if I don't like the solutions. <laughs> okay, well, this can be another instance of compromise, Victoria. We can spend maybe at least 11 minutes <laughs> here. Do I have all of your permission to try to identify some qualities, magic-wise, of this orb? If I What does that entail? Well, no, we, uh, we shine some light, we get out of here. Yes, but maybe. Victoria has asked for some time. And if she needs some time for us to talk some more and for her to think through, puzzle through something. Yeah, I think we're I think we're pretty good. I think we're gonna look. We'll get some shawarma after this. We'll sit down. We'll have a good talk. You guys can cry if you want, but let's maybe first get the fuck out. Okay, Tony. Easy. Gemma <laughs> Lee is going to uh, go and touch the orb. As long, if nobody stops her, she's going to slowly reach out toward the orb. Yeah, while stop looking at the, everybody. No, <laughs> you don't need to touch that, Gemma. We got the light thing going. Let's do that first. It didn't work for us last time, Blake. 
I mean, yeah, it just took us here. Unless Blake physically stops Gemma Lee, she's gonna Yeah, I'll, I'll grab her arm before she gets there. Okay. Um, Haha will, will have uh, Mr. Giggles float over and touch the orb. Gemma, be a team player. None of us would be do something stupid like touch this that's, orb. That's great, though. <laughs> while, while, while Blake's distracted with Gemma Lee, Mr. Giggles touches the orb. Is anything, is anything <laughs> happening? Him hugging the orb and like rubbing the side of his face against it. Is anything. <laughs> does Mr. Giggles <laughs> pop out of existence? Nope. Nothing happens? I will say. I will say giggles will explode in a bunch of confetti and then reappear with a flag saying the word bang in his mouth. He's so not uh, helpful. God damn it, Mr. But once, but once it becomes clear that 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 was something you did, Gemma Lee would give a meaningful look to Blake. See? I think I can touch it. And if I can touch it, with 10 minutes, I can identify it. And that might help. I'll identify it right now. It's a creepy fucking orb. Alright, let's get some light on it. Let's go. Please let go of my own. I think more information would really help us out in this situation, Blake. We just have no idea what's going on. Is Blake letting go or not? (sighs) Blake will let go. And walk away. So while Jim is doing that, why don't we discuss our visions more? Pass. Blake, what does medals mean to you? Metal metals. M e d a l s. It it means nothing. It doesn't mean anything at all. No, look, I got uh, the I got my light on this door. I'm just gonna wait. If you guys want to talk, you're fine. Talk. Seventeen insight on if he's telling me the truth. What does that do, Blake? Uh, very similar. His hand kind of starts shaking again. Uh, and this time he's getting more aware of this as kind of a tell. And he sort of grabs it and tucks it into himself. And, um, yeah, you're pretty sure that certainly this means something to him. Metals. Hey, Blake, I'm not going to force you to tell me anything you don't want to tell me. I could, but I won't. (laughs) But I just want to encourage you. To share things with us, share with the group. We're, you're safe here. Well, well, you're safe with us, and we care about you. And the more we know about what we all saw and have experienced, the more likely we can figure out how to all get out of here alive. And isn't that what you want? Yeah, definitely. And I'm not sure how sharing is going to do that. But hey, while we're talking about it, who's Elizabeth? Elizabeth is, um, Elizabeth. She was, she was, she was my girlfriend. End of story. Well done. Thanks for sharing. Haha, your turn. Hey, I shared. Elizabeth was not my girlfriend. Blake, (laughs) your girlfriend. I'm really glad we did this, everyone. Thanks. Elizabeth was my girlfriend, and she died. And she died because I missed something. And because I probably should have protected her better. And I don't remember why she died exactly. And that's the problem. 
And maybe if we could all remember what hurts us from those visions and share it, maybe we could all find a key, find something similar that helps. Does identify require... It's not a concentration spell. So, like, as I'm doing this as a ritual, am I, like, I'm still conscious? Am I aware of what's being said around yeah, yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah, yeah, You can't quite talk really effectively because you're, right. it has verbal components, so you're reciting, but you can certainly listen. And you don't okay, have to, like, cool. be screaming those so you can still hear people talking around you. Gotcha, all right. I think a, an uncomfortable sort of lull falls over the con, uh, conversation. and you're, No one else wants to share. I don't think they do. Um, <laughs> and uh, the 10 minutes will go by. Well, 11 minutes, sorry. Um, and yeah, um, Gemma, the, the, Gemma Lee, the, the spell goes off. Um, you know that it is magical. You know that it is almost a blend of conjuration and enchantment sort of magics. Um, actually, not enchantment. It's conjuration magic. Uh, and it's not made by a spell. It's not being affected by a spell. It's a thing. Um, but you do, with Identify, also get that it is connected to the door in the wall. Okay. Um, yeah, so that which will basically confirm Jim Lee's and probably everybody else's <laughs> suspicions about those. I was like, I'm sure that Blake's not going to give you any shit for that. <laughs> <laughs> what would you learn, yeah, Gemma? Like... <laughs> hey, Gemma? Hey, 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 Gemma. Hey, Gemma. Gemma, what'd you learn, Gemma? <laughs> we'll look annoyedly at Blake. That's what I thought. Everyone, get out your flashlights and aim them at one of the doors. Okay, but I'd really like to encourage if this happens again and we have more visions, a little more open sharing so that we can put all the pieces together. Just putting that out there for everyone. And thank you, Jim Lee, for doing such a great job identifying that orb. You're really very talented. Thank I'll get you. my flashlight out. Yeah, uh, haha, we'll uh, fish his flashlight out and let Mr. Giggles hold it. <laughs> so you're all aiming it at a, a different door. The lights bounce back. You see the, the orb sort of pulse with light for a second. And then with a ponderous rumbling, the fifth door opens. Um, it just slides down. And now there's a gap. And beyond that door, uh, you can see a hallway with plush red carpet and fancy wall sconce lights uh, keeping it well lit at the entrance. However, the opulence of this is completely contradicted by the rough stone of the walls and the rotting wood of the ceiling. And this is not like the hallway we saw before, right? In the house. No, it is not the same hallway. Okay. Uh, there's no doors coming off of it. Um, it, it again... It looks like a house. It looks like a more like a building, except for the decrepitude of it. But well, onwards then. All right, meet first. Hey, uh, Alf, you're on me. You already used that one. Just <laughs> saying. 
Who's Alf? And uh, Mr. Giggles will um, have his head slowly turn into the Alf head, except the nose keeps getting longer and droopier. Oh my god. You know, there's a whole... You all thought I was the secret weapon. No. No. (laughs) TJ was my secret weapon. It is now dragging on the floor and starting to uh, bleed a little bit as it follows you. Blake. Gemma Lee's just wondering why Blake doesn't pull out a list of, like, all of the Muppets. <laughs> Wouldn't that be easier? Uh, yeah, but easier, too. All right, let's go. Okay, so you start making your way down the hallway. Um, the hallway is a hallway. You don't currently see any doors. Um, there are paintings on the wall of a apparently wealthy individual. Their clothes are dated to similarly to those other rooms that you've been seeing. Um, and they stand in what you, sort of looks like it might be sort of an opulent library. There's shelves stretching to the ceiling, um, an imposing desk and some art hanging on the walls behind them. And there are gas lamps interspersed along the wall in the hallway, though a lot of them are not working or are not lit at least. So there's sort of pools of light as you go. I have dark vision. (laughs) (laughs) I am aware. Okay, good. So there are like books and shit in here? No, no, no. It's just paintings. Paintings that depict sort of it's a formal portrait and it looks like it's a very wealthy man um, standing in a library. I see. Is okay. it a painting style or um, subject that we've seen before in any of the previous paintings we've seen? Uh, no, it is not like the man with the stern or ecstatic or terrified or back uh, expression. Um, back is now an Do expression. Uh, Do I recognize this person at <laughs> all? Uh, two people can give me a history check if they want. Blake and someone else. Yeah, I'll get on, get on it. I would because of my earlier interest in the other paintings. 16 for Blake. Damn, I'm rolling good. Woo! <laughs> Yahtzee! <laughs> Were you going to roll Gemma? Or? I did. It's a 24. What? Where Why didn't anyone, it show up? Is anyone else seeing that? All right. All right. No. <laughs> But I mean, I believe Adam. Yeah, I believe Adam. I was just making sure. I'm like, anyone else? Is the DM the only one not getting the rules? Because that feels weird. Um, okay, good. I will uh, take a screenshot and post it in Discord. You do not need to. Just tweet that shit. I don't believe none. Okay. Uh-huh. Blake, with a 16, uh, you do not recognize this person at all. Um, Gemma, with a 24, uh, very good roll. You don't recognize them but you kind of recognize the style of painting and you recognize you can pick out um, sort of architecture and things so and again this just reaffirms to you that this feels like this is a painting that would have been made at about the same time as most of the furniture you've been seeing and you know of the same sort of class if that makes sense yeah is Gemma Lee getting the sense that all of these spaces that we are finding ourselves in, rooms, pentagonal rooms, hallways, that they could all be part of the same architectural uh, 
building or construction, despite their differences? Not the pentagonal room. Um, it was very different. Uh, everything else maybe kind of sort of could have been, but God help you figuring out the geometry to make those rooms connect. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, Gemma Lee would be slowly just moving forward. It's This is still... Wait, is this a, a hallway or a room? I'm sorry, I'm having trouble it's tracking. It's a hallway. hallway yeah. yeah, so she's... Painting in the hallway, right? Yeah. Um, and just to, just to clarify something, because I'm assuming you're walking sort of down the hallway as you're doing this, it is not a painting. Yeah, yeah. It is paintings. It is yeah, multiple, it's multiple of paintings. Of the same, painting. Of the same oh, exact all thing. Like, exactly the same? Like, like every 10 feet. Like exactly the same. Like exactly the same. Like I'm looking really close. <laughs> yeah. Exactly the same. How I'd far like to... are you into the hallway? <laughs> what? Like you've only gone 10, 15, 20 probably. feet. So you've like, I don't know how fast do we walk? Yeah, probably 20, 30 feet in now. Yeah. yeah. So you've seen like two or three of them. They are exactly the same. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm watching any others coming up to see if they're exactly the same. Very good. All right. How I'm long looking... is this hallway? You do not see an end to it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, this is kind of claustrophobic, isn't it? I don't know what you mean. It goes on infinitely. <laughs> well, let's not yeah. hope that. Infinitely let's, trapped. Let's just keep so going. Continuing to hold on. Yeah, keep an eye on the paintings, Victory. And then oh, the, I am. Are the paintings just on, just on one wall? Nope, both walls. They, like, alternate wall to wall. Yeah. And there are no mirrors in the hallway. Correct. After you go about uh, probably another 40, 50 feet, four or five paintings, um, Victoria, you notice, because you're paying very close attention to the paintings, that the painting, which was kind of blurry, like you can't see the details of the painting in the painting. There's a painting on the wall behind him in the background, is now blank. And there's a shadowy shape in the painting behind the man. Oh, hey, that's weird. Do you guys want to just take a quick look at this painting? It's a little freaky. I'm sure it's okay, though. I tried to tell myself things weren't okay, but I was wrong. It's okay. We didn't hear any of the it wasn't okay, Victoria, did we? That was all in your head? Yeah. Oh, no, that was out loud. Okay. It's what I was saying instead of it's okay. (laughs) <laughs> you wanted to say that it's okay, but instead yeah. it's not okay. Amen. But anyway, creepy painting, but it's okay. Does anyone have a mirror on him by any chance? Uh, Haha no. might have a mirror for um, doing makeup for television, oh, I yeah. assume. Yeah, I'd be good with that. Uh, okay, so he'll pull he out a, a little... Mirror? Yeah, he'll, he'll pull out a compact mirror um, with the grimiest, dirtiest makeup brush, like, stuffed inside. It looks like there's, like, some clotted blood on the hair of the makeup brush. Oh, pardon me. Here, Blake. He'll hand you the smudged red mirror. Uh, no, no. Go ahead and you go ahead and look in it, if you don't mind. Check out the uh, painting in the mirror. Oh, you you want me to look at the painting with the mirror? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll he'll sort of angle the mirror, and then Mr. Giggles will spit a little bit on the mirror and polish the mirror up so that it actually functions. Yeah, uh, you see the painting reflected in the mirror. Is there any um, difference that nope. I'm seeing? And actually, I'm gonna ex- it, like observe not just the painting in the painting, but like all of the painting if I can. 
Sure, yeah, you can set it up so that you can kind of like look to your right and see the mirror and like look to your left and see the painting and just sort of swing your eyes between the two. Uh, you do yeah. not see any differences. You don't see anything change. You don't see anything shift. There's no change that I can see. It's just but there's now a sh- There's now a shadowy figure in the background of, of the yeah. painting. Yep, and you all can see that. And, and the, the painting. painting in the painting has gone blank and there's a shadowy figure. Yep. I'm going to go up ahead a painting and see if it's still there. The figure looks like it's closer to the man. Maybe somebody Uh, should keep an eye behind us. You know, because of parallels. There's a painting here. There's a painting there. There's dark uh, figures. The DM said something ominous about the dark following us earlier. So maybe we should just keep an eye on our back trail, too. Jimmy's not doing that. She's just continually walking forward, getting increasingly creeped Um, out. Are you uh, walking forward and looking at the paintings as you go? Yeah, because what else am I going to fucking do? (laughs) I'm keeping an eye on those. Blake, are you keeping an eye on our back trail? Yeah, I'm I'm looking as well. Yeah, everything but the paintings, basically. That I can. So you all are forging ahead. Um... And uh, Gemma Lee, since you're in the front, um, it's almost like a, a very ornate, incredibly expensive, like flip book animation. Um, the shadowy figure gets closer and closer up behind, and it's still just this sort of shadowy blur. Um, and then you get to a painting where something is very obviously different. Uh, there are no figures in the painting. It's just a picture of that library. The painting in the background of the painting is still blank. There's no shadowy figure. There's no wealthy man. Nothing. So it seems like the narrative of this uh, quote-unquote flip book is that the shadowy figure was creeping up on this man and then both of them disappeared. That would be the easiest thing for you to surmise. Awesome. <laughs> you keep moving? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is awesome. So rookie, go, wait, wait, uh, rookie, where are you going? Let me let me lead, all right? You're supposed to be keeping an eye behind us. I'm keeping an eye behind Mr. Giggles is doing that. Yeah, the yeah. Howdy Duty's doing that. Okay, you used that one before too. But not on stream. <laughs> He is right. <laughs> oh, that was in session zero. That was in session zero. I see. So it counts. I'm counting it. So, but now you're progressing back down the hallway. You're continuing on in the hallway with Blake not looking at the paintings, looking dead ahead. Mr. Giggles sort of bringing up the rear. Um, Victoria and Haha checking things generally. And um, Gemma Lee walking up front, looking at the paintings very fixedly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, generally, after about uh, three or four of the paintings of the blank room, um, there's a new painting as you look at it. You see a figure in the painting in the distance, their back turned to the frame. The room past them looks like it might be an opulent library. Uh, Is that it? How do we warn this person? That's that's it for right now. Yeah. You think we have to warn them? I don't fucking know. Let's keep going. 
<laughs> okay. You keep going, uh, and as you're proceeding down the hallway, I'm going to move a little bit into summary mode. The figure is getting larger, moving from background to foreground. You can see details now, like the finery of the coat, a watch chain hanging at his side, the quality of his clothes overall. You're also now quite convinced that this is the figure that you saw originally from the front. And after a number of paintings, the painting has stopped changing. The perspective of the painting, you now almost can't see the room. You're just directly behind this figure's back. Are we the dark figure? When I was young, I went into the uh, arts district and I remember going up to a painting and I was just, I was just pointing at like a boat in the distance and a security guard grabbed my hand yelled, hey, you can't touch that. But hey, I'm a little older. I'm a little wiser. And I just slam my hand into the back of that (laughs) image I see in the painting. That's awesome. Does it scream? You find yourselves in an opulent library. (laughs) A pool of blood on the floor at your feet. The library is an enormous room. It's got a ceiling that's a good 15 to 20 feet above you. The vast majority of the walls are covered with bookshelves. Behind you, as you turn, you see an imposing wooden desk with clawed brass feet. And centered on the wall behind the desk is a large painting in an ornate frame of all of you. What would you like to do? Why are all libraries always covered in blood, Mr. Giggles? Okay, let's just pause and do a breathing exercise and try to think this through a little. If we're the figure in the painting, where's the man and what did we do to him? What did Blake do to him? Why did you do that? Blake didn't do shit. I didn't... (laughs) Look, we're progressing, right? We're out of this creepy infinite hallway. We're in a room. Are we progressing or are we just going deeper? I mean, there's decidedly more blood in this room than the last. I guess that's progress. Yeah. Well, oh. if the two are one and the same if you can't go backward, okay? Now, there was another that's room true, like. that saw this room. Where? Where's that? Do I see another room somewhere? Or a door? Or a door? Uh, no. You don't see any doors? There's no doors in this room? Well, shit. Uh, no. You could make an investigation check if you want to. What the fuck kind of room is this? Okay. Oh, really? We're we're expecting normal rooms (laughs) at this point. Like, five hours in, and you're like, this is not up to code. Okay, well, I'm going to investigate looking for a door, or um, I'm actually specifically going to investigate the bookcases, because I don't think you're that tropey, but who knows? So I'm going to be looking to see if I think any of the books are... You know. How about how about everybody give me an investigation check? Yeah, we're all gonna look around here. Again, eighteen. Haha is currently stirring the blood with his toe. Oh yeah, help him look or just stirring the blood. <laughs> just stirring the blood with that sense. <laughs> so Alright. I'm gonna take Haha's first. Okay. Um I'm gonna go Haha, then Gemma. 
then Blake, then Victoria. And I'm not going to remember gotcha. that order. So it's going to be different, and I'm not tricking you all. I just forgot. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Haha. As you're sort of idly poking at the blood, you notice a, a, a newspaper clipping. And you find a review of Haha's fact is funnier than fiction. It's glowing, describing Haha as a scintillating comedic gem, a much-needed breath of fresh air in Pratukea's entertainment scene. It goes on to compare this with Haha's previous work, concluding that this reviewer doesn't know what Haha did to improve so much, but whatever it was had to be worth it considering the impressive improvement. Oh dear, Haha is going to start humming again and shaking his head no back and forth as he reads further. Did Haha find that in the blood? No, no, no. He It caught his eye on a shelf okay. next to him. Okay. <laughs> well, he was stirring the blood with his toes, as okay. one does. Yes. Um, Wait, are you barefoot? Uh, you will notice that one of one of his shoes is kind of so rotted that it's missing the toe part. So he is stirring it with one toe. Oh, Jesus Christ, Adam! <laughs> this is the worst. Uh, you find a letter. I fumbled my investigation check, by the way. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, find the podcast doesn't. Ah, yeah, sorry. I forgot we hadn't said all of them. Uh, Handwritten. It's dated about 10 months ago, and you recognize the tight, slightly messy hand. The content of the letter is largely reminiscent of good times and the memorable incidents that university can provide. However, the end marks a shift in tone, borne out by the handwriting itself, which seems to grow neater and more assured. You'll probably never even get this letter. I just thought that I should write it anyway. For myself, as much as anything. Not as if I can mail it to you. It feels like so long since you would laughingly scold me, correct me. Encourage me to be gentle. I've tried to live that. Tried to be the person you wanted me to be. I write more now and it's harsher. I try to keep all the parts of myself that I have, but don't want locked in the words. But I don't know how much longer it can go on. I I think I'm going to start trying to explore the city more. Who knows? Maybe I'll find you. Explore the city, not explode the city? Explore. Okay, okay good. I heard explode. Sure. I'm sorry. I, no, it's I, fine. I think I uh, missed a breath right there at the end. No, no, totally. Um, and and it looks. And is it dated ten months ago? Yes. Okay. Like there's a, a little note at the top for the the date, as one actually does in formal letters. And I, I recognize the handwriting. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I think I said Andy was going next. Yeah. I think so. Excellent. Uh, you actually find a couple of things. You find an envelope, uh, the type that has like a perforated edge to tear it open along one side, and it's open and there's a piece of paper inside. On the paper are marching orders for your unit, including the time that you were going to drop into the combat zone, clearly copied directly from military documents. Beneath, there is a typed note. We believe that Corman Blake 
may be a candidate. His grasp of magic has proven better than anticipated, and his willingness to follow orders suggests that he can be utilized. However, he will require conditioning. Attached, find the coordinates needed to provide that conditioning. At the bottom is a seal, which you have never seen before. What the fuck? The other thing that you find, um, and you you almost grabbed it even as you were starting, you were going to go read the other note, but you grabbed it because something seemed familiar. You see a neatly arranged pile of note cards bound with green string. Unwrapping them and reading through them, you recognize the Academy graduation speech that Roosevelt delivered. You see the words, hear them in your memory as you watch him standing handsome, strong, and proud at the front of the Academy car- hall. You come to the last card, the end of that speech. You will be told much about heroism, about honor, about bravery, and about sacrifice. But remember this, always remember this. At the end of the day, you must decide what it is you wish to do. Because if you accomplish that, then you can be satisfied. And you can almost hear it in his voice. Fuck, I, I pocket those. I put those in my bag. Victoria. Yep. You find a correspondence of the quintessence. In it, discussing the need to ascertain whether a particular target has informed anyone of the source location. If they have, both the target and the informed party are to be removed this time. As removing the person that had been told proved ineffective previously. And as you read this, your head starts to hurt a little bit. And in addition to that, you find a note written in what you are sure is your own hand, but you aren't sure how you're sure of that because you don't seem to be able to read the words. Every time you look at them, it's like your mind stops processing language. You are not sure why, but you are tremendously certain that the contents of this note are very, very important and very, very dangerous. Um, okay. I'm going to clutch my head, stare at the note, glance at everyone else, and then cast Comprehend Languages on myself. Let me read the text of that spell really quick. I like that. Cast comprehend languages on myself. I look around while she's doing that. Do other people seem to have found little trinkets and bits of... A lot of people seem to be either in the process of reacting to something or reading something, etc. You also, as you're looking around, uh, Blake, um, I'm just going to go ahead and leave that for you. Uh, On a small side table, you see some uh, sort of dirtier papers, um, like sort of crumpled, mismatched papers, uh, roughly bound together, um, lying on a side table. I'll, yeah, I'll start going and through we'll, those then. Yeah, we'll, we'll deal with this. Interesting. I completely forgot you had this. Spell. And I am definitely casting it. Sorry if this fucks up your whole story no, planning. No, 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 it doesn't. It's just interesting because I need to decide what to do with this. Am I going to um, lose all composure? <laughs> that you have left. Um, I, 
I do need you to make a composure check. So I rolled a 13 and I'm going, hey, it's okay, Victoria. Whatever this is that's hurting your head and whatever's in the note is probably something that's good to know. It's fine. We're okay. I need you to take that much uh, psychic damage. Okay. You, you are physically having to, not like with your fingers, but strain to hold your eyes open and keep your hand touching the surface of the words. It's, and it's interesting because of your training. You know what's resisting you isn't the paper. It's you. Something deep in you is trying to pull you away from this. Um, and you're getting a blinding headache. But as like the, the pain sort of crescendos, you're able to push through it and read that text. In your own hand, you can now clearly see they killed her. They killed her for what she knew. I know that. The worst part is that I know the information that they killed her for, and I don't know why they would kill her for it. Sure, it revealed the supernatural, but seeing a creepy deer thing killing some quintessence operatives hardly counts as earth-shattering. Uh, uh, Unless... What was the operation? Why was the quintessence in the subway in the first place? And what does it mean that they were fiddling with the wall that the deer appeared out of? What the fuck? I, I was right, you guys. I was right. Aren't you glad I was right? This is all related. What's happening is related. This is... This is... related to the vision and related to Elizabeth and everything that you guys have probably too. That's good, right? It's good. I'm clutching my head while I say this. You have a slight nosebleed. We've all, I don't know if we've been here before, but someone has and someone who knew me or something. I don't know. Anyway, this is in my handwriting. That's weird, right? This is all related, though, so we're good. We'll, we'll solve the puzzle. I can see the pieces now. I just have to figure out how they fit. Blake. Yep. You uh, are leafing through the sort of crumpled, dirty, mismatched pa papers, and you find what looks like a journal, um, handwritten in a very jittery, scattered hand. I, I don't know how many days it's been. Lost my last journal. I've never seen anything like that deer thing that burst through the door. I, I fled. I don't know how I managed to get away. I, I sat. I sat in the dark and wept. I wanted someone, anyone, to come and help me, to talk to me, to help me understand what was going on. I never expected that the one to come help me would be me. We sat and talked. I helped me to understand what was happening. Before I came down here, I would have thought that I needed help. Magic, a real thing. But after what I've seen in here, it feels like it would be less sane to think that magic wasn't real. I, I, I talked myself through it, just like I was trained to. I taught myself what I needed to survive this place. I learned to absorb the energies. I 
haven't been hungry or thirsty since. Though I am very, very cold. I told myself that we would speak again. And when we did, I would tell myself how to get out of this place. At least this room is nice. The salamanders keep me company. Not good. Uh, not good at all. Uh, victory. Um, you're gonna want to see this. Y- you're right. You got a. You got a little bit of. Blood as you as right you there. turn to see that, and you say that to her, you see that um, behind the desk because you sort of turn back to look at that. Um, there's now a door behind the desk, and the door frame is ornately decorated, uh, much like the frame of the painting that had been on that wall previously. And, okay, that just happened as well. And I point to the door. So I'll read the thing that you're showing me. Yeah. Also, anyone seen any salamanders in here? Have we? You you actually, you mistook them for, um, like, bookends at first, but you do see a sort of up on some of the top shelves, there are salamanders sort of sitting there, flicking their tongues out gently, sort of peering at you. Um, oh, this might come back to bite me. Could I request a composure check from from specifically this doppelganger idea of someone meeting themselves again? That sounds that sounds about right, especially uh, for you. I might not be all right. So I've done have some inspiration for that, by the way. <laughs> uh, I'll give it to I'll give it to Gemma because I already got one. If that's cool. Absolutely. Gemma, you have inspiration. Oh, shit. All right. So I've, I've already done wisdom, dex, con. I'm going to do strength and just just kind of start punching one of the tables as much as I can and just let the, the pain that like it just courses through my hand. Just try to snap you back. Try to snap me back here. Awesome. Very nice. All right. All right. Blake, you feel a bit calmer than you did before. Okay. It's not so bad. It's the deer, isn't it? We killed the deer. We killed the deer, but it's something with the deer. But we killed it. And they killed her because of it. But it's not. not. I'm not worried about the deer. But what is it? I can (sighs) see the shape of the puzzle. I just can't. Can you... Can you hurry up finding the pieces then? Because... Yeah. This isn't good. Do... uh, Does the door appear to anyone else? Oh yeah, everyone can see it now. If you turn and look in that direction. Okay. What do you say? Onward, huh? Anything else anyone found while we were all looking around the room that they want to share to help us solve this? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody? Uh, Haha's literally, like, pointing and laughing manically at the newspaper article. Did we all find some kind of correspondence or something to read in this room. Look, yes, I did. All right, I yeah. did. 
Yeah, I found something that had some coordinates on it. Does this mean anything to anyone, actually? Yes, there's some up here about me being a candidate, and I just need to be pushed, and here are some coordinates about where to where to do that. Does anything in Blake's letter ring any bells to me based on what I know about the quintessence or the council? Uh, no, and furthermore, he... Uh, shows you that and the the seal on it also doesn't is not familiar to you okay if someone was looking at the coordinates I would just I would just like very quickly have just given you the entire correspondence and then turned away completely from it so someone else has that I don't I don't want it Jimily what did you find just this strange letter. I'm not sure it has any meaning. Really? Yes. This doesn't mean anything to you? Read it if you'd like. I'll hand it over to her. I'll read it. And you don't recognize this handwriting? It's the same handwriting as the handwriting on the manuscript earlier and of those journal entries we found before. You've been acting since then, since you found the manuscript, a lot more concerned. And maybe now's a good time to talk about why. If it's the same handwriting, do these mean anything to you? (laughs) um oh Jesus Christ Gemma Lee will stare at you and then stare at the floor um uh, I don't know what I don't know what to fucking do say Um, we might possibly be in danger well, something is happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, oh, Jesus. Because, like, as far as Gemma Lee is concerned, it, like, she's starting to suspect that basically, well, like, she's trying, like, she sees two possibilities go away. One, all of this has to do with the person whose handwriting that is and like that is like all of this is about that right two this is something else entirely and it's and it's like something for each of us right like that's why she's asking like we all have had these visions we all had correspondence like this is just like playing on the subconscious like the fears and the memories of each of us and I don't know how like there's probably no way for me to discern that (laughs) like yeah I guess I'm just fucked I tell you what you've you've detected magic twice exactly yeah and I was gonna bring that in because like is the magic I'm surrounded by here like what is the relationship between the magic here and the magic that I was surrounded by in the subway Give me an Arcana check. Real fast. Ugh. 
13. I'm using 13, not bad. Okay. I mean, I generally say not bad, just as a note. Um, but, this could uh, be better. You <laughs> feel a DC 15 there, don't you? You, <laughs> you look at this, and you've, you've, you've used the spell Detect Magic, and you used it the second time, especially for a long time, I feel like. like I feel like you were sort of looking at Blake, thinking about things, and really thinking about the nature of the magic in this world versus you guys, and how Blake was different from multi-Blakes. Yes, and and to interject here, if I can be considering all of this in relation to on the sidewalk, my my sense that mm-hmm. Alexander did not have any idea what magic was gonna was about to come out slash the general kind of mission that we have and the idea and and what I know about this cult and 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 its relationship with magic. I'm trying to kind of keep all of this in context right now. Give me a perception check real quick. Uh, I'm using my inspiration. T- 20. 20, not natural. Okay. So you're looking at the, the, the letter that you found. And for just a second as you try to think about the way that those multi-Blakes looked and normal Blake looked and you all looked and in the tech magic, it's almost like that that vision or an element of it sort of slides over you again. And you can see a little bit of a magical link between you and the letter you're holding. However, out of the corner of your eye, you notice there is no such magical link on the journal that Blake just handed Victoria. And in fact, it doesn't look magical at all. And do I, if I see Haha holding that newspaper article or Victoria holding whatever she found? It's a little, it- it's a little tricky. Um, you have to, it feels like you need to be really close to it. Um, okay. it, didn't, it didn't, you didn't, you didn't roll quite well enough in Arcana, I would say, to, yeah. to be able to do that. But those okay. two pieces, you get that feeling. So something about the letter that I'm holding feels abnormal compared to everything else I'm aware of right now in the room. Mm, not even that. It's just it feels distinctly magical and tied to you. Like it's connected to you a little bit. Right. And that almost actually in certain ways, the journal seems more abnormal. It is not magical. Basically, everything else is slightly from your experience. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ah, yeah, that's interesting and weird. Um, I am just going to make a decision. And I don't I'm sorry if it breaks the game. (laughs) Um, And this is I tend to do this when I'm uncertain. My games are relatively durable. Unless you, like, fireball people. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought you said, yeah, like, that was what you were doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No. Um, in, you know, kind of in response to the, the uh, Victoria's um, pressure and what Victoria's been saying about seeing the puzzle and having to kind of figure things out and kind of also, like, I mean, de- absolutely uh, as a result of the increasing anxiety 
that Gemma Lee has been feeling um, during all of this and a fear that we might not be able to get out of here and, you know, I don't know what's going on. Something clearly is happening. Um, Gemma Lee will say, after a difficult moment, the handwriting is Alexander Greensong's. Wait, which which handwriting? Oh, Blake, I don't feel like you're following the conversation very well. The handwriting on this letter, the handwriting in those journal entries earlier, and one of the handwritings in the manuscript that we found in the file room in the hallway. How do you How know, do you know that? Yeah. Be- because the other handwriting on that manuscript was mine. Gem? That, that leaves more questions than it answers. It doesn't explain how you know that. I'm going to look at Blake when he says Jim because I've been, because Gemma Lee's been waiting for that because the other, because the other, her flake brought up Jim. Um, so, so I'm just staring at Blake to see what. I have a handgun out of its holster on my side then. <laughs> Great. Emily, maybe you could explain more in depth before anybody does anything rash again. And thank you, Blake. You've been doing a great job about not doing rash things. Yeah, it's kind of coming to an end, though. There's enough blood on the carpet for now, but I think you should start explaining, Gemma. There's nothing much to explain. I went to university with Alexander. He went by Zed at the time. We were friends. I haven't seen him or been in touch with him in how many years has it been? Like 10 years, maybe? Yeah, probably around there. How how was this not important information like a day ago? I don't know. I didn't know how relevant it was for the mission. I was scared and concerned. I didn't know what any of it meant. And frankly, I still care about Alexander and I didn't want him to get hurt. Okay? And we followed him into the subway and now we're here. And apparently he wrote those journal entries. At some point he was also trapped in this space and was writing and and asking and begging me to help from across space and time or something. And I don't know what's happening. I don't have any answers. All I can say is that, yes, I knew Alexander and I've been keeping that from you and I'm sorry. Uh, Galway, do I believe that? Especially, like, I don't know what's happening here. Um... Yeah, and if there's something that, that Gemma Lee should be grasping that I, Adam, am not, please no, no, no. let I, me know. I, 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 I would speak up, and I'm actually... Uh, here's the reward for all the wonderful roleplay that's going on. No one needs to roll anything. Nice. 
Yes. Do you believe that Gemily is scared and confused? You believe that Gemily does not know what's going on? You believe that she knew Alexander Greensong? Sorry. I'm like, Jesus I didn't Christ. Mean, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to roll. I didn't mean to roll. I'm just sorry. Good timing on that one. I'm so sorry. As a knife attack just appears. I'm so sorry. Um, and and you you actually... I'm going to say because you... How should I say this? You asked the question about Jem... And I know that that was a, a multi-Blake, but the multi-Blakes were Blakes. It was a thing that you might have noticed, and in fact did again. You even get the sense that the not having seen him in 10 years is entirely accurate, and part of the reason why she feels... There, there's something there that she feels that it links to that statement of, I didn't want him to be hurt, if that makes sense. But you don't sense any... She was a plant. You don't sense any deception. You sense a concerned, terrified at the situation that you're in person who is saying something to you all that's kind of hard for her. Okay, I get kind of like real close up in her face and I'm just look, looking in her eyes. I'll holster my weapon. Well, fuck it. I think we... I think we move on. I think we keep going. I agree. But it, it bears noting, and I didn't say this earlier, but now that you all know that I have a past with him, I don't think Alexander Greensong is a bad person. I think that he's caught up in something, something having to do with this place. Out on the sidewalk... He looked just as confused and uncertain as any of us are right now. I think he may also be a victim. So I don't know how this is all connected, but let's keep that in mind. And if he was able to get out of this space, then we must be able to, too. He got out different, changed, though, probably. True. So, he did. But I mean, I agree with you. We're all caught up in this now too, and and it has to do with it has to do with Elizabeth. So I won't do anything rash if we see him. I won't attack first unless we have to. Keep in mind that multiples of people have been seen already. We don't even know if it's actually him. Just bear in mind. That's actually very good. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, right. that's a good point. Look, we... And, and Blake is starting to get kind of visually twitchy at this point. And he's been calm and his voice has been pretty calm, but he is he is getting more and more nervous that we are not moving on. Um, and that, yeah, feels a little unlike him, probably. Well, I've stirred the blood enough. Maybe we should go. 
Thank you, yes. Yeah, let's... Like, is there anything you need to talk about before we go? We're here. No, no, that's the exact opposite of what I want to do right now. We don't need to talk anymore. We need to keep going. Unless Victoria's right, that uh, there are clues in all of our visions and in all of our experiences right now. We know we, we don't have time I am for right. this. God, I, I know it. with what I found, with what I saw. If the journal entries that Alexander wrote are any indication, we have nothing but time. No, no, that's exactly it, right? That's exactly it. What he said in his journal entry, he met him. He met himself. Yeah. Wait, is that one of the things Alexander wrote? Go away. Yes, we didn't confirm that that note was his. We didn't show it to you. I don't think that was the journal. I thought. Yeah, that journal. That had oh, handwriting. And that Andy we... did recognize that that handwriting okay. matched the other yeah. handwriting because he had seen the journal as well. So I- I'm not sure Gemma Lee saw that, but okay. by extending yeah, well, the line, yeah. you could get to yes, that's one of Alexander's journals. Yeah. So once he's once he says that, Gemma Lee will reach out and try to take that journal because now she wants to read it. And uh, I want to read that in character, knowing that it was Alexander. Yeah, at this pace, Blake is now pacing back and forth. I don't even know who has the journal right now, but I wouldn't stop you from reading it. I think you you. had it, Victoria. I think I gave you had it, Victoria. So yeah, I'd let you. I'd let I'd let Gemma take it. Just kind of looked over your shoulder to read it. Yeah. So this is where Alexander discovered magic. Aha! Apparently, that makes sense. I don't think it's good that he did. And himself told him how to get out of this place, I guess. I don't know what to make of this yet, but I feel like we're getting close. Well, not only us. And that's the problem. We gotta go. I think Blake's right. I think we keep moving. And whenever possible, we are forthcoming with each other about what yes. we need. Let's all make a pact to do that. Well, because I think be a, there's clues. Yeah, a pact. Yeah, well, well let's just keep going. Haha, <laughs> you, um, you, you twitch a little bit at the yeah, use of the I word was gonna pact. Say, I was going to say, as, oh, as the word pact um, comes up, haha sort of jerks to attention and says, no, wait, sure, but we need to go. Let's go. go. All right. And I'd just like to say, well, we're going. You guys are doing a great job. This is really starting to feel like a team. And I'm really starting to trust all of you. And I bet we're going to solve this and get out of here without going insane. Great job, team. Speak for yourself, Victoria. And the doll will laugh. Can't go insane if you're already insane, haha. Good point. And then the doll will go, tee can I just say my eyebrow muscles are exhausted <laughs> because I am constantly like looking just upset and concerned throughout all of this. 
Like it's like <laughs> when you smile too much and your face is tired, like that's happening with my forehead and it's it hurts. It's painful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're welcome. You love it. Shut I said you're sorry. You're welcome. You you knew what you signed up for. I made sure of that. Yeah. Okay, onwards. Through the door. Through the door. Um, it, go if I can at all. Try to cover up some of our tracks here. Um, I'm getting increasingly sure that we're being hunted. Sure. I will um, say that I, a, my my footprints check. are very bloody. Yeah. I'm tracking the blood through the carpet because I was stirring it with my foot. You I'll can also use that want to, to wipe wipe his yeah. foot down first. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna wipe your foot down, and I'm gonna try to use some of the tracks to like go in a different direction if I can, and all kinds of shit. Oh, shit, six. I'm gonna. I know. I, I, <laughs> I'm gonna inspiration that if I can. Absolutely. Better. Twenty. Okay, twenty. So oh, you open up. You open up the door. Okay. Um, and it leads to another hallway uh, whose matted carpet and peeling wallpaper is made more disturbing by the occasional rotations of the floor, walls, and ceiling themselves, as if this was a tube and some enormous hand had twisted part of it. Um, the hallway is about 50 feet long, uh, and Haha and Victoria can see a door on the far side of it. There's a door at the end, so this hall's not infinite. And Blake, um, you can kind of, uh, you almost make the bloody tracks, like, lead in just sort of circles inside the library. Like, you almost, you yank the shoe off of him and stomp it along, um, before you wipe it down. And then when you're going in, you can smooth down the carpet or really just re-fuck the carpet up. Yeah. Um... So that, yeah, and you're pretty sure you're not leaving really any physical trails, as far as you can tell. Okay, Did we ever talk about the source of that blood? Nope. Because, like, was it... I'm sure it's fine. This is a weird time sure to be <laughs> to be doing that. But, like, my, like, well, did... Yeah, I guess I sh- it's too late to, I guess, investigate that. I, I was going to say, I like how you get into this dimensionally screwed hallway. And they're like, huh, that blood, though. Well, I mean, I mean that honestly, like, just would contribute to like how disoriented. I was going to say to be Yeah, you also had some other things to think because, like, like, I mean, I'll I'll ask this: as Gemily is leaving, she wonders to herself, "Did that blood seem like it was the result of Blake attacking the person in the painting?" Do you want to? Give me an int check. Intelligence? Yeah. And actually, uh, you can have advantage on it, so we'll just treat this. Oh, that's a nat 20, and you wouldn't wouldn't need that advantage. What you know for certain, because you were paying the most attention to the paintings, that blood is exactly where the figure should have been. And it does very much seem like you got transported there through a painting when Blake punched the painting. You also, with that intelligence role, would know that unless he is on an insane amount of steroids, he could not have generated a wound to create that much blood with a punch, and there was also no body there. Right. I incinerated the body with my punch. <laughs> well, none of us did look sure up. Sure you can. 
<laughs> the body may have just have been on the ceiling. We just didn't look up. So. <laughs> but anyway, you are in this uh, hallway. Sorry. It's it's kind of rough going, um, Blake. And that 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 twenty survival yeah. was actually really important if you wanted to cover up tracks because the the twists in it mean you actually almost have to clamber up. Um, at places where those, you know, twists move. And then you're kind of walking along the edges and sometimes the walls, um, but you're able to erase the tracks of that. And yeah, now you're at the door. I mean, this is it, right? This is our only option. We go in. As far as we've seen. Okay. Let's do it. I open the door. You open the door. um, You find yourself uh, in a smallish, probably... 20 by 20 room. The wall to your left is stacked floor to ceiling with computer servers. The wall to your right contains a desk with a monitor, the light on the bottom of which is red, but on. Um, The room itself is extremely cold. And in a corner, you can see the skeletal remains of a person, most likely a dwarf. Against the opposite wall is a door with three horizontal bars on it, arranged vertically. And each bar is labeled and has a button on it that appears to be a release button. Dash, zero, dash, 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 zero, 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 dash. And that's what the bars read top to bottom. And these are labels on what? Bars that go across the door, metal bars. The door that is on the other side of the the room from you. Okay. I'm sorry. Like, there, this, for some reason, I like your like space descriptions are like denser and harder for me to like to follow. So, like, if no, I, I lose the focus, like for a moment, I'm like, wait, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Meepus is in the waterfall. <laughs> hey, that. Come on, Jay. Same thing. Jay was confused in the same way, so that wasn't my fault. Um, we don't have to relitigate this. This is fine. Let's try all right, moving along. <laughs> so you've got a, a rack of computer servers to your left. You've got a, a desk with a monitor on it that appears to be functioning on the right. There's a door across from you that has three horizontal bars on it that prevent you from going out right now, each of which is labeled as described, and then has a button on it that appears to be a release. Um, so the computers are just on? The, the servers, the server individual servers um none of them are they're arranged in a three by three uh rack space and none of them appear to be on but the monitor itself is on and actually as you go into the room a little bit you can see that there is a little uh computer attached to it um haha's gonna look at the skeleton and try to determine what killed it if anything um is like evident immediately like blunt force trauma medicine medicine okay Ten, because Ha has a comedian, not a doctor. You don't see any wounds on it, or anything uh, in it. So Ha has gonna throw his arm around it and start singing, "I ain't got nobody," and the uh, doll will harmonize with him. <laughs> what would you like to do? That, um, just that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at the fucking computer. I'm gonna like jiggle the mouse or whatever, tap the keyboard, however you wake this computer up, and. You, uh, See what's up. You, you interact with the mouse, and the little light on the monitor turns blue, um, and you hear this, the computer sort of whir for a second. Um, and you can see uh, sort of two uh, file partitions. Um, 
uh, one labeled journal and one labeled secured findings. I'm going to look at both of them. Okay. Uh, unrestricted files or the journal uh, typed out. I can't remember how long I've been down here. Seems like just a couple of days, but sometimes it feels like weeks. I never should have walked through that door in the data center. I'm keeping this log in the hope that someone finds me, or at the very least, that it helps me figure out how long I've been down here. It's that freaky building I was walking through. Somehow, it's a relief to get to something that's at least familiar. I'm not going to think about what's powering these machines since they don't have plugs. Every time I do, things get kind of hazy. I managed to get the door barred and secured. It's a pretty simple code, but I'm mostly trying to keep things out, after all. The only useful things I managed to find on my way here were those old-ass papers. Whoever this Thomasane was, he was way more comfortable walking around this place than I would be. Hopefully the processor can extract something useful out of all those things. And hopefully it gets me out of here. I'm not planning on leaving until it does, that's for damn sure. And what's in secure findings? Give me an intelligence check with advantage for you. Check, not save. Check. You got this. You got this. 14. I wasn't sure which of those was going to come up. Um, Yeah, you're actually able. uh, It's it's an encryption system that's very closely related to the one that you use for patient files. Um, It's different, but it's related. Uh, Yeah, so you find in the secured findings um, a couple of things. And it seems like there's scans and then there's a series of notes. Uh, And first, the first thing that returns, um, you can see an image of it. It's extremely antiquated handwriting um, and almost almost crumbling paper. In truth, it is exceeding hard to tell the nature of this place. There are herein few clues as to the nature of this reality. It is certainly magical in nature. How such a massive place could exist exceeds my calculations. The energies of this place are attuned to the magic of death. I fear that I shall die in this place and shall endeavor to leave a complete record of my findings. Sir Thomas A. Lathwaite, magical researcher serving at the pleasure of Her Majesty, Panyao, God's blessed ruler of Tunmai, most loyal servant. And underneath that, there's a lot of complex diagrams that seem like they're magical um, formulae with lots of notations and things. Uh, and go ahead and give me an arcana check. Could we presume that Victoria is sharing all of this with the rest of us? Yeah, but... But yes, presume presume that. Uh, you're not able to make something out, though. You could call someone, another caster, over to look at it. Um, Jimily, do you want to have a look at these these diagrams? Sure. Let me take a look. Fourteen. Yeah, you're not really able to get anything from them. What about Aha? Um, Haha is currently playing the um, ribs of the skeleton like a xylophone, but it's not making the noise as he wants. I said what about Haha out loud? That was Victoria. Okay, okay. So if you said that, Haha will look up uh, two femur bones in each hand. Uh, Just, no, one femur in each hand. That would be weird if there were like four femurs from one skeleton. Um, (laughs) Beetle dwarf. 
Um, and um, he'll say, I'll take a look. I don't know. Would he have advantage too? No. God damn it. Do I recognize the name Tom Sane Lathwaite? You can give me a history check for that. And Blake, you can roll as well. I would have checked the uh, name as well. And is Toon Mai like another continent in this world? Is this a place we've heard of? Cool. Uh, I'm going to resolve these uh, in (laughs) order of Gemma's check, uh, and then I'll get to Blake's. Uh, Gemma, uh, with a 15 in history, uh, you know that this is a kingdom that existed in this area around 2,000 years ago. Uh, And do you also know that the Queen Panyao ruled around 1,500 years ago? She's remembered as a wise and powerful ruler who guided her kingdom into leadership in the area. Um, And those who who are aware of the the supernatural and study supernatural history as well know that she was able to accomplish this partially through the use of powerful magics. But her reign declined in the last several years, which is sometimes attributed to the disappearance of her foremost magical researcher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Andy, you're not sure, but you're able to look at it, and everyone else was sort of trying to look at this thing magically, and I know that you were making an arcana check, but you also just brought a, a soldier's eye to this. And you're able to look at it and realize that you don't know what the hell the little scribbles say, but you're pretty sure that that's essentially a topographical map. And with that, I will let one of you decide amongst yourselves, one of the spell, the primary spellcasters, make one more arcana check. So that should almost certainly be Gemma, because wizards are int-based. Agreed. Also, she's a magic researcher, so I would agree. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'm basically doing this based on um, Blake's observation. Yeah, Blake would be like, uh, this kind of looks like a topographical map that would get handed out during an operation. All right. Now, does that give me advantage on this roll? Mm, maybe. Or just the ability to reroll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. 15. Uh, with that, with that, and with your previous uh, work, you finally recognize it. It's very antiquated symbology for things, but these are diagrams of the essential elemental makeup, along with the notations as to the effectiveness of various elements of magic here. And the diagrams suggest that there is a layer of mixed magic near the top, with water flowing down. And at the bottom of the diagram, it says that the magic would become purely death, but with a pool of water magic that connects all the way to the top. And I will now turn uh, with that, which you could share with people. Um, I will uh, read to you, Victoria, the the last file that you have. Okay. Um, After those diagrams, I have now explored multiple levels down, taking measurements. Food has become an issue, but there is little I can do about this at this junction. My thesis has been borne out. The water indeed descends through all the levels of this place, past even the point where the structures and constructions fall away, leaving only bare rock and running water. I would try to descend if I could, but I am afraid I am now too drained. 
there are things that are far more dangerous than the creatures that I have seen. I have not seen them, merely feel them. They drink the magics of this place and of others. If someone should find this, avoid them. There does not appear to be any climbing out of this place, only descent. If this is indeed the fact of the matter, then there is little to do except descend. I hypothesize that there, one should find a wondrous pool, the collected magic of eons. If you could somehow stimulate those waters, they may be able to lead you to freedom. However, one would also need to appease the magics of the cave itself. It seems to me that that could be best accomplished by... And then that was the end of a page, and as it turns over, it seems like everything else was too damaged for it to be processed. However, that last blank page is also marked in a different handwriting uh, with a note. How interesting. So... Is it Alexander's handwriting? It is not. Awesome. So Gemma Lee, upon seeing all this, Victoria's sharing it, and we're all kind of huddled by the computer or whatever, and by the notes. Um, yeah, Gemma Lee's, like, energy will kind of shift now. Like, she's, like, now less concerned and scared and more really genuinely intrigued. Um, so she would be like, this is fascinating. I'm starting to see the, the puzzle also. This space is somehow the source of all magic, of all the elements, or of at least some of them, water and death. And, and basically she's gonna, she's muttering to herself. She's trying to puzzle through this. And if I, if I Adam, were smarter, I could maybe improvise some of that, but all I have is like a glimpse of like what Gemma Lee might find interesting about this as a magical researcher. But basically I'm flagging right now. Like she's now like really interested in all this and uh, not scared anymore. Excellent. Give me a quick Arcana check uh, for all that. Seven. Seven. Gross. So the, the <laughs> you're able to think about it a little bit, and he he sort of made that this Tom saying made some kind of comment about if you could stimulate the waters, and with your own magical studies, you would think that if you could provide it with strong water magic, that might be enough. And if that diagram is correct, and that that pool is in a continuous flow from the surface and flows all the way down through the cave, that might be enough to take you back up through it. Provide what with strong water magic? The water itself. The water in the pool that's yes. kind of depicted? Yep, the water of the pool at the very bottom. I want to try to turn the servers on now. Yeah, there's three of them, and then three and three, right? So what if... What if it's like the code on the door? The zero in the middle is on, maybe? Oh, well, Blake, that's a really good idea. You're so smart. I was just going to start acting rashly and stabbing the buttons randomly. <laughs> well, Thanks we don't have to do that. that yeah, look, I, it, it, 
it helps sometimes to quicken this up a bit to be rational. Uh, but if you want to do that, I'm gonna. So I'm would gonna you, just would you watch go over and rear? You'd press. Oh, there's there's no door that you came in through. Of course it's not. <laughs> of course. Um, uh, so yeah, do you want to turn it on to match that pattern, as Blake suggested? Um, if there's nothing else anyone wants to look at in the room, I don't know what's going to happen when we open the door. Well, but I mean, so like for the that top row of servers, you're going to on, off, on. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you're sort of back there looking at it, you notice the model numbers on the servers just sort of out of the corner of your eye because you have to look for the power button. Um, and they're like a variety of them, Infotech 10, Infotech 27, you know, Infotech, etc. Um, and you recognize that name and you were kind of thinking about it and you were trying to remember. Uh, and you, you remember that there was a presentation at a conference you went to about new ways of storing records that were more secure. Um, and this new company, Infotech, was one of them. Uh, and they should be releasing their first model, the Infotech One, in about five months. Hey, so just interesting thing, you guys. Nothing to get worried about. We're doing a great job, and I really appreciate all of you. But this company that makes these servers hasn't actually released any of these servers yet. They haven't released Infotech One yet. So that's weird, right? But I'm sure it's okay. I'm sure nothing will come back to hurt us in the end. Nothing has so far. As you, you flick the servers uh, on in the pattern for that top row, you can see the light by the button on the the top bar uh, changes color. So it now it's went from red to green. Um, so it seems like Blake's assertion was uh, correct. That That's a symbol for on, off. Keep going. Uh, okay. Yeah. If no one else wants to look at anything else in here, then you I will. You through the rest of them, so now all the buttons on the door are green, so it looks like you could probably go over and press the buttons and open uh, the bars. Yeah, I'll immediately do that. Uh, the You, like, click, 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 chunk, chunk, chunk. The bars slide back, and the door is now openable. Ha. All right. Ready? Going onward? I guess we'll just keep going deeper. Yes. Down, down, down. Keep descending. It's all we can do. And indeed we will. But let's take a very short break. Um, <laughs> I would also actually say, and I'll just communicate this to you guys out loud. Uh, let's go ahead and have this be a very short break for you all because we're going to have a, a split up scene coming up here. Um, so Fine. you guys will have more time. I'm going to step away for a moment, get another drink, etc., before my voice descends into absolute. Cool. All right. So we will be back in just a moment, everybody. Beautiful. So good. Hello, everyone. We are back. So for now. Bright Eyes is watching. Always watching. You hoo hoo. So you you set out from the computer room 
and you find yourself in a rocky hallway. Although at this point, the structures have gotten so rudimentary and broken that it's closer to a tunnel than a hallway. There is no light, save that which you provide, and no features besides occasionally shining, gleaming elements in the raw stone walls. So you proceed onwards? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And you all are now focused on sort of following the writings that Tom Sane had provided of you're trying to get to the bottom, etc. Yes, and I am looking for spell scrolls for water magic spells. Okay, In then. the walls. <laughs> In the ceiling. <laughs> Who knows where you find anything down here? So you do notice that the ground is sloping pretty sharply down. Um, not dangerously, but... And as you continue, the air becomes like thicker and closer. And breathing is almost starting to become a struggle. Every breath in, out, feels thick and heavy. And the dark is pressing in against the shining lights from drift in your flashlights. And indeed, as you look and are watching and are paying attention, you begin to realize that the area that your devices light is slowly shrinking. I have dark vision. As if the darkness <laughs> of this place is slowly devouring your lights. Oh no, it's devouring us? Do not worry, Lena. Your, your dark vision moment will come. Good. And then through this tunnel slash hallway, sort of comes to an end in a almost circular chamber. And you see four doors set into the far wall, each with a small painting on it, though each painting is different. I assume you approach the doors? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, very good. <laughs> it's getting scary. The first has a painting of an office, possibly a therapist's office. The second has the painting of a study room, as one might find in a library. The third actually isn't a painting. It's a black and white photograph of the Chuckle Hut in Pratukia. And the fourth is a painting of a sunset over a beach. And I'd also like uh, Gemma Lee to give me an Arcana check. Okay. I hate everything. I hate this game. <laughs> I love this game. I wouldn't uh, even be that angry if it was a fumble. Like a fumble would be interesting. A nine? Fuck you. <laughs> I, I know that pain. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you're just shit feels weird, but you're kind of now focused on the paintings. Um, and each of you kind of recognizes one of the paintings. I'll go up to the one I recognize. As will. <laughs> for uh, for Blake, that would be the sunset. For Haha, the Chuckle Hut. Uh, for um, Gemma Lee, Jesus, remember the names. Uh, the live, the study room, and for Victoria, um, the office. Hey, this is weird, you guys. Maybe we should just light them on fire. We haven't tried that yet. It's not a bad no. idea. 
No, we continue descending. Don't we need to use water magic to get out. Oh, right. We can't use the Good water point, magic. Good point, Thank you. We can't use the water magic until we find the pool. We have to keep going. Everyone on the count of three, go through your door. Well, we don't even know if they're unlocked. I tried my door. Is it unlocked? As soon as you touch the door, you disappear. Bye! Shit. Oh, fuck. And Adam, uh, I'll, I'll go, to, go ahead and jump off I'll if you want to. Gemma's door real quick and grab it. Nothing Jumping off. Goodbye. Then everyone. I'll go to my door. Goodbye. And touch it. Shit. Hey, we don't need and, to... Uh, you are gone. We don't need to do this, and, you guys. And Andrew, you can uh-huh. jump off. We, we don't need to touch things that make Let's us disappear. No. We don't need to touch things. Let's just think through things, right? Stay here with me. Let's think and talk. Think and talk hours. and laugh and, and laugh. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> He'll start laughing sort of nervously and the doll will sort of start laughing with him. Ha ha. You're doing a really good job, ha ha. You've been doing such a good job. I I guess we should touch the doors. Uh, the DM I, would appreciate that. So Haha <laughs> will sort of tentatively reach out his hand and he'll look at um, uh, Victoria and say, at the same time? Yeah, count of three. One? Two? Wait, on three or after three? On three. On three, okay. And the uh, the doll will sort of, in an announcer's voice, go one, two, three. And I'll touch the door when he says three. As will ha. Uh, you both disappear. Uh, and TJ, could you get off for just a minute here? Oh yes, I'm always getting off. Hmm. Hmm. Victoria, you find yourself in your office. Your diplomas hang on the wall, and your noise cancellation devices, both the mundane and the magical one, are running. Elizabeth is sitting across from you, a coffee cup in her hand, and you know that this is impossible. You know where you just were, what this must be, but in this moment, despite that knowledge, it does feel totally real. Elizabeth? Yes. This really is a mess, isn't it? You're dead. That is correct. Not to be all tropey, but the quintessence killed you. That is correct. And I can't be here, and neither can you. This isn't real. Everything's okay. Everything is okay. You've Good. seen what Alexander can do, and you know that the council said that they had no idea why he could do it. But you know why he can. Not exactly, but in the general sense, from the macro level, as you like to say. Yes. I certainly can guess. I'm not sure what you're getting at, Elizabeth. You know who else knew. And you know what that means. You know why they were willing to go to the links that they were. She gestures sadly at herself. 
And now you understand why all that guilt you've carried isn't justified. It is, because I should have known. What could you have done? Told me to flee because supernatural killers were coming after me? I would have referred you to yourself. Told me that you could never see me again? Betray my trust? And hope that the knowledge being given over would save our lives? I could have blasted your mind like I blasted mine and sent you away somewhere safe. If you didn't know anymore, and if they had trouble finding you, maybe they would have left you alone. You know that that's not true. They would have killed me anyway, just to be sure. And given the magic that they would have found me with, they would have killed you too. No, you honored me. You wanted to be with me. And you understood that however much I trusted you, I was going to have a hard time thinking that killers were after me. You cared for me, understood me, and respected my trust. You never failed me. How do I solve this? Elizabeth's going to stand up and walk around the desk to your side and put her hand in yours. You'll have to make a decision. It was too much then, and you didn't have enough information. You didn't understand what was happening. But I think now you do. You need to think carefully. The quintessence knew. The quintessence was looking for this place. And they were almost certainly looking for it because of what it could do. But it seems like it was only the quintessence. Think about what it might mean if one of the groups was suddenly much more powerful. You knew it then. It didn't make sense to kill me because I'd seen the supernatural. It made sense to kill me because if the supernatural world generally knew what I'd seen, they'd know to look for this place. They'd be able to find what's in this place. Like poor Alexander Greensong accidentally did. But they'd be much more prepared for that power. He couldn't handle it. What if I can't get out of here either? Not sane, because I don't think he is. She'll smile. I believe in you. I believe you'll be able to get out. You're much better prepared than he was, and you're not alone. You have people who are as stuck as you are with you. And you don't know it yet, but as interested in what you need to find out as you are. I trust you. I always did. Think carefully about things. Think carefully about everything you find. And think carefully about who's at fault here. I love you. And she'll kiss you on the cheek and things fade away. Uh, perhaps we will send you away and I will summon TJ. Okay. Oh, DM, I heard your clarion call. Ha ha. You sit in the chuckle hut late at night. You've simultaneously just completed a marginally successful stand-up set. 
And also remember the multi-Blake, the rooms, the door that you just touched. You possess all of your memory. And at the same time, this place does feel completely real, but you know that it can't quite be. Okay. You sort of start uh, as a soda is placed on the table with a slight clink and Dendrick sits down. Well, Dendrick, how do you think it went? It, so I can kind of remember completing the set as well as all the horrors that we've gone through so far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dendrick, what? What are you doing here? You're out. You're out of the hospital. What are you doing here? What? Where is he? This is the chuckle hut. What's going on? Well, I was asking about the comedy set, but it seems like you're more thinking about the other. How is it going? I'm uh, not. I am here, but here isn't here. If you know what I mean. It's not the city. But you do have a path now, or at least the idea of one. Well, your group do. I wonder, do you have a path? I, I, I don't know what you... At this, I'm going to look around. Is Mr. Giggles around? No. You cannot feel Mr. Giggles' presence at all. Dendrick, I I don't know where I am or what I'm doing or where I'm going. I I need to I need to get away from that thing and the things I've done, but show me a path. You always could before. Show me and he'll get down on his knees. Please show me a path out. Oh brother, it's it's not I can't quite do that, you understand. I I can only point out the things that you yourself can realize. You always wanted to tell jokes. And you had a dream. You believed in them. That's why I found them fun and funny. Because you wanted to do good with them. Now you tell jokes that aren't even yours, things that you don't think are funny. You're beholden to that thing. And do you feel comfortable here? He gestures around the club. Uh, at this, do, does Haha feel, I guess the question would be more clarity than he has in a bit? Yes. You feel more yourself, calmer, more centered. I feel slightly better. Yes. It's kind of like old times, even if old times weren't as easy as they ought to have been. Well, and there's your answer, isn't it, brother? I doubt it's the semi-real nature of this place. Probably isn't the threat of another one of you popping up at any moment, although then you could do a duo act. Haha, <laughs> we'll shudder. Uh, no. It might be the fact that your dummy can't appear here. That they can't appear here. At this, haha will visibly relax. No, no, I don't feel them at all. It's the first time in such a long time. Exactly. You need to decide 
your path. You need to decide where you're headed, brother, why you're headed there, and how you want to get there. And what I'm going to encourage you is to remember that this place has power, lots of power. And also to remember, we could still do this again in the city. No puppet, lots of drinks, lots of laughs. Haha will look at his brother and tears will form in his eyes and say, Yes, yes. Thank you, Dendrick. Will you... Will you stay with me for as long as you can until I figure out a way? And he'll raise his eyebrows. I'm afraid I've already done that. I know you. I believe in you, brother. It'll be okay. Just remember, where do you want to go, and how do you want to get there? And at this, the chuckle hut is fading in and out a little bit. And the last thing you see is Dendrick sort of smiling. And then, could you go ahead and hop off? Why, yes. And I shall summon Andy. Fun, fun. All right, let's do this. You stand on the beach, part of a day off from camp with Roosevelt. You wandered here by accident, looking for some place to eat and decided to just stop for the view. At the same time, you remember that you are in some horrifying caves, having just pushed open a door that was clearly labeled for you. However, this place does feel very real, especially as... Roosevelt plops down next to you, handing you an ice cream. This wasn't exactly a substantial dinner, but it was the best that we could find. And the beach was really quite lovely. I'm, I kind of flinch a second as he hands me some ice cream and I'm looking him up and down now. Uh, is, is that you? Truth to tell, I'm not quite sure what I am. But I'll stand up and I loose my gun again. <laughs> it's just in my hand. I think maybe I'm made out of the me that you remember. I'm your Roosevelt. Why, then why are you trying to sully that memory I have of him that's that's all that's left and you're what, what, like, what are you doing what is your what is the point of view right now because you're in danger of being lost in the darkness and that was what I did what we all did we took care of you none of us doubted who you were but it seems to me that you've started doubting who you are I've, I've been a couple things in my life. Yeah, I've been a few different me's over the years. I, me's I've had to adapt to. Me's I used to cope. Yeah, I'm not even very sure. Yes, you play yourself the soldier, the fearless leader. But have you considered letting them see just a little bit more of the you that we all knew? 
Do you consider that they might like to see that the person marching in with them, in in front of them, wants to make sure that they all come back all right? And does it because deep down, beneath all the gruffness, beneath all the joking, does it because he cares? Uh, yeah, I hadn't thought of that, no. Or I guess I did. If you're me, I don't understand this very well. You've carried around the guilt of my death and everyone else's. Sometimes you say it as you don't want another medal. You don't want that weight on you, but even that seems to me to be a lie. You just don't want them to be hurt. We always knew that. It's why we protected you. It's why every single one of us felt more confident when you were with us. It's why I loved you. But you're gone because of me. No, we were betrayed by someone. You know that now, and you may have been betrayed more than once. This whole mission that you're on feels off. And I would have told you that if we were sent on this in the military. And if something with this mission is off, if you've been betrayed again, if someone is out to get you, I doubt that there is anyone that you can trust more than the people with you in that place, which does not have nearly as nice a view as this. Of course, this is that place, so I guess it does have a view as lovely as this. Confusing. It's a contradiction. Yeah, you always liked contradictions. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but that's what makes sense. I, I, it felt off, but I'm so used to following orders. I, I just needed to follow orders for a while. I can understand that. And you asked, why did I appear? What am I, etc.? I think that I'm here to say that and this. Get them out. Walk your path. And remember, what matters is what you're trying to do. None of us blamed you. We were all glad you made it. I was glad you made it. He's going to smile and finish his ice cream cone. Protecting you is what I wish to do. And slowly it fades. You feel like I, you could maybe I, say something to I try, yeah, it. just quickly, even, even into the fading darkness. Just, I, I miss you. I miss you so much. But I have no idea. I miss you too. Years. Oh, shit, he did. <laughs> and then right there's right nothing. Up. All right. And it is time to bring in Adam. All right. Whew. Hello? Gemma Lee. You're sitting in the library, the study room that you and Zed standardly used. It was tucked far back into the stacks, which meant that it was usually free and there was little noise. You spent hours here, reading, discussing, 
Sometimes Ellie and or Tomas would join you. Other times it was the two of you working towards the futures you wanted. And as you sit here, you also know you just opened a door in the caves, a door that was made for you. But this room feels very real, exactly as it did in the hours you spent here with Zed. Okay. Do you sort of look around? Yeah, I look around. Do I feel like I'm present in two spaces at once? Give me a quick Arcana check. 21, that's what I'm talking about. There it is. Something that was included in the notes, the magical notes that you found from Tom Sane, is sticking in your mind. And you feel like the cave makes these rooms in response to what you bring in. This was literally made for you. And now you wonder if every room that you've seen has been made for someone who was here at some point. And you're sort of pondering that. And then the you hear the, the door of the study room click open and closed. Uh, and you look up and it's said, except he's older. Your age. Dressed in a crimson robe, stained with his own blood. Zed? I never thought that I'd see you again. And I definitely didn't think it would be here. Not the study room, that actually seemed more likely. I meant in the subterranean network of magically infused chambers. Oh, also, magic is real? But I sort of assumed that you knew that given the group that you were with. Yeah, is this... Is it you? Are you you? It is. It's me. It's me. I... I was... I was walking, and... I saw a door up here, next to me, with with a picture of this place. With a picture of the room that we spent so much time in. I don't, I don't know how long we have. This is, this is a fucking mess. You have to get out of here. Do you have any concept of how you can get out of here? I, we need to find the, the pool. We need to cast magic. Can I? detect magic on this guy. I just want to see sure. if... So you cast detect magic. Uh, he looks through the lens of um, of detect magic very much like Blake and Victoria and HaHa do. With a little bit, just a, a, a minute amount of the magic around does seem to stir and pull into him. Similar to the flakes? Similar to the flakes, but not at nearly the same scale. And you would remember in the journal, he made mention of the other me taught me how to feed off the energies. Right, yeah, okay. All right. Um, yes, I, I think we have to find the, the source or the pool... I'm in a library, right? This is the library? Is there any chance that I can learn a water spell while I'm here? And that's Gemily speaking and also me asking you, go away. <laughs> uh, Alexander's sort of still somewhat wild-eyed. Uh, n- no, I'm pretty sure that 
the library will cease existing as soon as you walk out the door. That seems to be how it works down here. And and that, that makes sense to get to the bottom, to get to the water. The water, the water is everywhere here. It should be able to, I mean, I guess that makes sense. I don't really understand most of this stuff. Look, I'm going to try to meet you down there and help you get out of here. But there is one thing you have to understand above everything else. There are dangerous creatures down here. They can become you. They are incredibly powerful. I don't know much about this stuff, but I know that they were able to give me power and it wasn't even a drop out of the bucket for them. They are very hungry and they very much want to get out of here. Zed. Zed, was that you that we were following out on the street or have you been trapped down here this whole time? What is happening? No, no, that was me. That was me. I I found myself here some time ago. Uh, months ago, I think. I was down here for a few days. They 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 came. They 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 talked to me. I talked to me. I didn't realize until later that it was them. That's why they gave me loaned me power to, to try to help them get out. I I think they might have also done something so that I felt like it was a good idea. They probably used something in me, something that was already there. The anger that you tried to channel and calm, you have to avoid them. And if you see yourself standing there, well, it's probably too late at that point. Can I trust you? I'm going to do an insight roll for whatever that affords me. That's a critical oh. hit. <laughs> that is sweet and beautiful and delicious, and I am so, so, so happy. Yes. This is... Oh. This is Zed. Okay. This is Zed, and he means every word that he has said. All right, perfect. Um, yeah. I'm not... I, yeah, I, Gemma Lee's not gonna... I mean, she'll... St she's, she has stood up. She is... I don't know, but she feels the same... That same old tension. The push-pull between her and Zed. Like, I mean... But with that critical hit on Insight, like... Actually, what's probably gonna win out here is that she'll, like, try to go to him and, like... Hug. Embrace. Uh... Y you feel his body sort of shock a little bit like he just twitches um and then he he says those things are very old very very old and very hungry something trapped them in this place and they want out they are called skatan don't let them find you i'm going to do everything i can to help you and he sort of smiles the first thing you ever scolded me about. After all, never wait for someone else when you have the ability to help. He's going to flinch for a second and get a pain look. Sh shit, shit. They're looking for me. They're looking for me. I have to go. I won't lead them to you. I will not lead them to you. I will try to meet you, help you get out. You'll meet me at the pool? Yeah, yeah, if I can. It was good seeing you again. It was Good seeing you too, Zed. Your hair looks nice like that. And he'll run back out the door. I'm gonna touch my hair. Just kinda 
a little bit and then put my hands back down. Do I have to leave the room to leave this space? Uh, as he does, it kind of starts to flicker a little bit and then it dissolves. And let me get everyone back. Hello. I love that it was just in time for Lena to step away. Yeah. <laughs> and I this well. Go away. Could you spell for my benefit the, the word that he said to describe these things? Scothon? Scoth. Whatever it was. What? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> this isn't for you. All right, that was pretty close. Great. I'm sure that will not come up. Well, everyone, <clears throat> while we wait, how's everyone doing? Feeling good? Feeling great. Feeling oh. strong. Feeling right. Simply dandy from head to toes. I love Excellent. narratively convenient critical roles. They're the best. They are beautiful. Yeah, I can see that. I Sometimes I deeply, deeply hope that my players will crit. And like that was one of those times. All right. Everyone's back? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yes. Outstanding. You find yourself in a circular chamber of rock and stone. There is no longer a room or a structure. It is bare, cold rock. The only sound you can hear is the dripping of water moving from somewhere above to somewhere below. Your flashlights are now definitively losing the battle against the darkness around you, and even those of the party with dark vision are having a hard time seeing to the full extent that was written in the original freaking script. <laughs> so what would you like to do? Uh, drift. I need a little more light. Uh, and I'm going to have him cast, well, through him, I'm going to cast Daylight. Let's see if this has any effect. So that pushes it back out, but at the edges of it, you can see, like, you, you've used this ability before. It should be sort of spherical. It's tattered yeah. as if it's being chewed at the edges or torn away, and it probably only extends about 50 feet. Yikes. Uh, okay, does it help us see anything? What do we see? Uh, you see a little bit of a stony path leading through what for all the world no longer look like rooms, but instead caves. So, did anybody else um, have have an experience? Or, or did, did you all just show up here? I saw Zed. I saw Zed. You he's, saw Zed. He's down here with us. He 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 said he could help us. He's going to meet with us somewhere down here. He said we have to be very careful that there are these old and hungry creatures down here called the Scothan and that they can take our forms, that they can become us. But he said he they, could help us get out. Wait. They could... They could become him. They can become us. That must be what happened with with the flakes. I assume... Yeah. 
Was that deer one of these creatures? I, I don't know, but we have to be careful. But he said he would meet us. I think we have to... Is there... So there's a path that... Is it, is the path kind of descending Galway or... Yeah, sort of twists away uh, and down. We've, we've got to follow the path. Yeah, it's the only on. way. Yes, hold on. I Look, I, I promise I'm going to get all of you out of here. But Gemma, we can't... We can't rely on someone else right now. Look, all we can rely on is the four of us. Anything that can look like anything. We just can't trust anyone but us right now. This was said. This wasn't one of them. This was him. I know it. That's fine. That's fine. It might have been. That does not mean the next time we see him, it will be. Well, he'll meet us or he won't. Let's just be careful. All right, stick with me. Going. All right, purposefully, slowly, let's go. Okay. And I, Gemma Lee, will be looking for any opportunity whatsoever to to kill everyone around her. <laughs> <laughs> to kill any antagonistic creatures that we come across, in the hopes of leveling up, so I can learn a new cantrip in time for what we need to do later. I don't think we're expected to level up in this campaign. I know, just but FYI. I know, but I've been like racking my brain. I'm like, if I need to learn a water spell, then I could like try to learn shape water, which is a cantrip and from elemental evil, if go away would let me, but that's <laughs> probably not necessary. I'm sure we're fine. So you yeah, begin moving through. Your your way is lit by by drift um, somewhat, and the dripping sounds are echoing eerily as you walk. The only sounds you can hear is the dripping of water and the moist sounds of your own footfalls. And the similarity is eerie between the drip of water and the slapping of your feet and it makes it almost sound as if there's hundreds of you making your way through the caves now after about an hour of travel uh, and Blake you've now lost daylight yeah so uh, light is back on I assume yeah um you slowly hear and feel the air around you expand and like loosen somewhat. So you can't see the edges of the cavern that you're in, but you can feel that you've exited tighter tunnels. The drips of water have grown to be near the only sound. And as you step forward, you feel the rustle of something against your feet. And suddenly the ground right around you is glowing slightly. And as this happens, the glow spreads and ripples through the cavern until a space around you for at least 150 feet is glowing, uh, providing dim light everywhere. Uh, And in that dim light, you can actually see some of the salamanders sort of like chomping on this glowing fungus. And all of you can see there's an area of darkness past the light on the other side and on the left a little bit. Um, So about 150 feet away from you, which you can't see walls. So there might be an exit to the cavern there. Uh, I'm going to look around for any 
other possible ways to go. Give me, go ahead and give me a perception check. Ten. Uh, ten perception. Uh, you don't, but you do notice, uh, and this is almost drawing on your, your passive, even though you just rolled an active. Yeah. Um, you can, uh, you can feel that the air around you as it sort of loosened up and seems to flow again almost blows a little bit more towards the left. So that would suggest that there's a way out for the air that way. Hmm. Which would All right, be I'll tell everyone darkness about that. Victoria, any ideas? I don't know. I can't see through the darkness, which makes me nervous about going into it. But you have dark vision. I know. I've been declaring that all evening. (laughs) (laughs) But there's nothing wrong with this darkness. So does that, what we think kind of an opening to a cave, is that on the left side? Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's on the other side and slightly to the left. So it's not like straight okay. across the cavern from you, but yeah. it's across the cavern and on the left. I mean, unless someone else sees a different way, this is, this is what we should do and we should do it quickly. So, um, Gemma Lee is looking very specifically for whatever way is going to lead us down further. She's not interested in the out the other side of the cave of this cavern like from where you are to the other side if you walk in any direction across feels like it is lower than here like you can see a slight slope so that that opening that Blake is referring to and that you all can see the patch of darkness would be lower than where you are okay then yeah that she's fine going that way Okay, so you're marching across this cavern? We head that way. Okay. Um, Right at about the middle of the cavern, uh, you see a salamander, and there's a little bit of fungus in its mouth that is sort of like, um, um, um. Um, And as you look at it, as it's sort of chomping idly, uh, it's going to launch itself at you, uh, biting. Shit, okay. At who? All of us. Animal handling, animal handling, animal handling. The meat. (laughs) Can I catch it in (laughs) midair? This music got good. Oh, shit. Ah, So uh, seven to attack. Uh, Misses, I believe. Uh, Let's go ahead and roll some initiative, though. As around you now, you can see more salamanders closing in. And Blake, more disturbingly, from beneath and behind stalagmites and the piles of glowing fungus, you can see humanoid figures standing up and moving towards you. Oh, shit. Salamanders. And humanoids. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, haha. There's about uh, four, four to five salamanders. You would say within um, thirty feet of you. One of them is right next to you, um, and then the humanoids that you can see shifting are more like sixty feet out, and you can see at least four of those standing up. Oh dear. Well, behold the dark terrors of my sack, and he'll bring out the bag of tricks. 
<laughs> the rust-colored bag of tricks, and he's going Thank to. Thank you, TJ. That was the best way I have, could have imagined to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had to do it. I, I have no regrets. Um, and I'm going to use my action to pull out and throw a fuzzy, soon to be determined creature that will also turn out to be skinned, I'm assuming. Uh, and an owl, a skinned owl, <laughs> pops out <laughs> and pelts through the air towards one of the figures. Okay. Um, and then. Uh, I believe that takes your bonus action to do, or is it your action? Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, my bonus action. And Mr. Giggles is going to just hover near me. Uh, you still have an action. Uh, let's see. No, it's an action to pull the fuzzy object from the bag. Oh, okay. So um, I still have my bonus action, so I can move Mr. Giggles. I will hold uh, Mr. Mr. Giggles' turn. If any um, creature gets within uh, five feet of the group and attempts to harm one of them, Mr. Giggles will use the cacinating bite action to attempt to bite one of the creatures. Okay, uh, Blake. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of try to position myself as best I can between the group and these figures while trying to look for a way toward the cave as much as we can. And I'll say, yeah, we got to get to the cave. Uh, everyone keep going as fast as you can. I I can hold them off. Uh, and I'm looking for two of these many figures that are within about five feet of each other. Uh, yeah, easily done. You can actually shoot at two of the, the salamanders. Okay, great. I'll shoot at one of them. It does not include with. the one that's next to you, just as a note. Right, that's fine. Okay, uh, you hit for ten damage. You see it sort of shudder and die. All right, and then the one right next to it with my horde breaker feet—not a feat, uh, just feature class ability. Yeah, with a nineteen uh, hits for seven. Uh, also kills. Awesome, and then I'm just go, go, go. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll maintain my position um, and just kind of hold where I am for the moment. Okay, Victoria. Um, so how many are there in between us and the place that Blake is telling us to go, The where we can feel the wind? Uh, you see at least three more salamanders that way and all four of the humanoid figures. Oh, <laughs> okay. Like basically, like blocking the way. Like, how wide is this? Uh, you could skirt around them. It would cost a fair amount of movement because they're kind of scattered. Okay. Um, and Blake has a salamander by him that's trying to bite him. Are there any other that are in range of us yet? Uh, no. That appears to be the only Sorry, one. melee range. Okay. The um, others you would suspect would close on this round. Cool. So I'm gonna viciously mock the one that bit Blake. Okay. <laughs> Take that stupid salamander. You know, you're you're really terrible at biting, aren't you, Salamander? You should just go back to eating fungus because you're awful at this. You barely did anything. Jesus. And 
Please check a DC 13 wisdom. <laughs> do, do, do. Uh, it failed. So it'll take three psychic damage and whatever the effect is. I forget what the effect of a mockery is. Disadvantage on its next attack. Right, that. It is still up. And that it's it? It's a salamander. It's a salamander. <laughs> um... Okay. Blake said to go forward, but I want to go backwards to safety. <laughs> um, do I feel like moving forward towards where Blake would wanted us to go would be putting myself more in... It would be putting myself more in range and you'd more be, of a target. You'd be, you'd be closing in on them, yes. Okay, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm backing... I'm backing up. Um, staying within range of my spells, so I think my minimum range is 60 feet. I can't move 60 feet anyways. Um, but pulling back. Okay. So, uh, more of the salamanders are gonna rush forward um, and sort of like, bite at you, uh, Blake. And uh, so yeah. two are gonna bite at you. One is gonna bite at Haha, who is kind of up by you. And let me um, those attacks. that will trigger Mr. Giggles um, held action. Okay. So uh, he's going to bite uh, at the one biting at Blake. Okay. Two are biting at Blake. Uh, he, 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 so he misses entirely. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, all of his teeth fall out and he starts gushing blood from his mouth. Uh, um, let me another d20. Okay. Let me another D twenty. No. Sixteen. Okay. That that is what happens. Um, and uh, <laughs> as blood is gushing from his mouth, Haha's going to say, "That joke was coppery tasting even for you, huh?" Ha <laughs> ha. I chuckle at that. Haha, <laughs> uh, the one attacking you gets a twenty-two. That will definitely hit three piercing damage. Uh, Blake, uh, two of them are going to attack at you. One of them has disadvantage, but as it goes to bite and you can kind of see this big, easy bite coming, the other one distracts you for a second. So you feel like it's going to come in normally. Fucker. 13 hit you. A 13 does hit me. Yeah. Okay. So four piercing damage. And then the other one is going to bite at you as you're distracted by this thing hitting you. Yeah. This warman, this warman. Uh, but it doesn't do as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's that. And at the edges of the ca- cavern now, you can see more little black shapes sort of wriggling now in towards you. Uh, Gemma? Um, do I still see only four humanoids? Uh, right now, yeah. Um, I'm going to, are they, how close are they? Uh, they're about 40 feet away from you or like the closest one at least is. Okay. Um, I am just going to cast magic missile at second level. And I'm going to, so I'm going to throw four books one of each <laughs> humanoid <laughs> title <laughs> the power of knowledge and 
I didn't have any titles prepared. I guess, yeah, the first book is just titled There. The second book is titled Old. The third book is titled And. And the fourth book has Hungry. And then, like, some scared emojis after it. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Uh, It doesn't seem to take any of those humanoid figures down, uh, but it definitely hurts them. Yeah, I probably should have done all four of those on one, but Gemma Lee isn't a fighter, so screw all you guys. All good. Uh, So they're going to be moving towards you now. Um, And Gemma Lee, you're kind of... You, HaHa, and Blake are all about together. Um, and you're focused that way. And as you see them walking towards you, or moving towards you at least, you notice something a little weird because you're sort of most focused on them. Blake's looking at the salamanders. Um, HaHa's probably a little focused on Mr. Giggles vomiting up blood. Um, one of them is walking towards you backwards. Ugh. And its feet are kind of dragging. Ugh. And Blake, as you're looking out... Moonwalking? Almost. But more just like its legs aren't moving. Oh. And Blake, as you look out, you actually see the, the two that you shot, the salamanders. Yeah. Hover. And then float up. And with your perception and the lights that you all are casting, you can see a little bit of silver glinting on their back, leading up. Ugh, my eyebrows are tired. (laughs) Okay. And as you do, you see those strings attached to spider legs. And as those legs descend, you see that each of the strings is connected to a leg that is itself connected to a larger leg. And from the ceiling, slowly lowering, is a gigantic spider. Hmm. And it turns in its giant, pale white eyes focus on you, and you hear... And yikes. And it sinks down, and you feel a pulse of energy go through all of these figures that are looking at you. And then it looks at you, Gemma, uh, and it's going to spit um, some kind of webbing at you. Oh, and it's oh, going to hit you. No. It's going to hit the hell out of you with that oh, webbing. Oh, shit. Oh, that's Damn. a critical hit. That's not good. You are completely bound in this webbing. You're barely able to move. You are, in fact, restrained by it. You're pretty sure that on your turn, you could either try to break free of it using your strength or someone else could attack it. Uh, but you can't attack it. You're restrained. Um, oh. And Gemma, you also feel something as this web wraps around you. Do you know that burning you get in your lungs when you're underwater and you know you can't breathe in? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got that. You got a lot of that. My eyebrows are so tired. Like, <laughs> I'm so upset. Haha. <laughs> uh, Haha is not enjoying being hit, and he does not like spiders, and he doesn't like this. Uh, so Haha is going to say, "All right, let's try, try again." Sack of darkness, and he'll try to throw another. Um, fuzzy thing from the sack. Uh, D8. Eight. So, a brown bear. Oh, but, shit. But with the arms and legs of a morbidly obese 60-year-old man no. comes hurtling out of the sack and, and roars a hideous guttural um, sound and begins tearing at the webs um, that uh, are uh, encompassing Gemma. No, I don't want to get that thing away from me. <laughs> Give me an attack roll with it. Okay, uh, I do not have a brown bear. Um, Just roll a d20. A d20, okay. 17. Excellent. So the 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 humanoid arms on it like reach down and just rip the webbing and then it basically like flexes at Gemma no (laughs) it's been bench pressing babes at the beach all week um and (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ it's gonna use one of its bear paws the uh, the humanoid arms are still flexing it's gonna use one of its bear paws to like sort of lick the paw and you know get its eyebrow perfect (laughs) And then Haha is going to say, excellent sack of darkness, now run away! And he'll throw his arms up into the air and further down the path. So you proceeded forward. Yes. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, That's it for you. Haha is going to still, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Giggles is still going to hang out near um, the front lines. Um, And uh, if anything attacks one of the party members, uh, his command is the same to attack it back. Okay. Uh, Andy, Blake. Jesus. All right. So Gemma is freed, I think. Gemma is free. Right. I, I, by our like, bear friend. Yeah, no, but like, yeah. <gasps> and arm bear is uh, swole bear is flexing at her. Swole bear. <laughs> um, do do I have uh do I have a target on the spider and something within about five feet of it? Yes. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and target both those. My first one is on the spider itself because fuck that. Twenty three hits seven damage were you worried that i was gonna say didn't yep a little bit (laughs) and then whatever is next to it uh it's the the last uh salamander that was by you to start with okay uh hits and dead okay good all right uh and I'm going to keep trying to motion everyone to the cave as quick as they can. Um, staying, staying, trying to stay in the front line, uh, generally. You're motioning us, like, back away from these things? 
No, he's motioning you no. onwards to no, the yeah, around. Get, get around before. them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like move and attack is what I'm hoping. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you see more salamanders now, sort of on the walls, skittering towards you, but none of them are able to close in time. Okay. Victoria. Big ass spider. Yeah, fuck this shit, right? <laughs> um, how far is the big ass spider for me in feet? Uh, about thirty. It was right where the group had been that you moved back from. Dissonant whispers. Can I make a DC thirteen Dex save? Wisdom, I think. Wisdom. I don't know why I said Dex. Nothing on my screen says Dex right now. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> you have to dodge the whispers. <laughs> it did not make it. So it takes yes. 14 psychic damage, and it must use its, immediately use its reaction if available to move as far from to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Um, doesn't move into orbit. You can read this. I don't know why I'm reading this to you. It's on your screen too. Yeah, I'm just pondering that for a second. Okay, uh, it's gonna run away uh, towards essentially the opening that Haha is going towards. Oh, goody! Um, so behind you, you hear thum 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 uh, <laughs> as this spider is now charging after you. Um, uh, but it will, not, it will not quite reach back to you. Um, and Blake, you will get an attack of opportunity on it. I didn't really have a melee weapon of, out. Ah, okay. I'm still my assault rifle. What does this do to the things that are attached to it with strings? Uh, do they move too? They are sort of flailing up and down as it seems like its control has gotten much slacker, shall we say. Is it hurting them at all? Uh, it's hard for you to tell. They don't really react okay. to shit. <laughs> well, since they look less threatening now, God help us. I guess I'm going in. You're following the and, spider? Uh, <laughs> yeah, following the spider and Haha. Excellent. So Haha is oh, well good. in front of you and is in front of the spider. The spider is between you and Haha. You're still on the same side as Gemma Lee and Blake. I am trying to position myself within my 30 feet of movement in such a way that I don't think if I was measuring this, if we had a board, that things would be able to get to me on their turn. Is that possible? You can do that. Yeah, you can do that with the potential exception of uh, the spider. Okay, Um, if it's possible to include the spider in that, also that. You basically couldn't move forward then. Well, I guess I'm I'm, I'm still moving forward, so okay. Okay. That's my turn. Gemma Lee, uh, give me a quick Arcana check. I knew you had it in you. (laughs) 21, I love this. The strands of this webbing um, seem to be made out of pure refined water magic. Oh, very interesting. I guess. (laughs) What does that mean? It means that it means that now Gemma Lee is just thinking that we need to lure this spider down to the pool. Um, 
I would say they're still webbing around you. I don't give a shit. Go away. We're going to lure the spider. In the <laughs> That's a decision you're making. Okay. No, I, um, <laughs> Gemma Lee will, um, I mean, I will yeah, say she, the bear will hand you some and go in its flabby Jesus. fish white arm. Oh, not Why is it fish out? white? This is absurd. <laughs> It's like the color. It's an uncolor. It's like Vaseline color. Does it hands it to you? Um, <sighs> Gemily's following Haha and Victoria. What kind of path were they taking? Were they heading straight toward the spider, or like what? What's going on there? Or Haha's in front of the spider, right? So, Haha is being pursued by the spider. Yeah, uh, Haha's not happy. Um, Victoria is kind of flanking a little bit out to the side so that she's not just running straight after the spider. Yeah, I'll flank the other side. Um, and I'm going to cast Magic Missile at second level and throw four books at the spider. Um, Arachnophobia, starring John Goodman. And... If you don't see the four rolls, I have a two, four, five, and three. Okay. Don't worry about that. I don't know what it, why it's doing this. All right. Uh, yeah, so you're able to do that. Yikes. Uh, in answer to your question, Victoria, you, you feel like it's about that time that the, the humanoid figures should be moving. They're sort of just flailing up and down. They're actually about 20 to 30 feet off the ground, sort of clawing at the air, trying to get to you. But the spider might have uh, fucked up the tension a little bit. Cool. Uh, so the puppeteer spider, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and that, that fear only lasts for that turn. Um, so yeah. it's going to turn uh, and ignore the tasty little tiefling morsel in front of it uh, because some goddamn human just hit it with a lot of books. <laughs> Does a eighteen hit you? Hit me? Yeah, it sure does. We're like level three characters, and three of us are spellcasters. Do you really have so, to ask? Nineteen hits. Take five piercing damage, and I need to make a Constitution saving throw. The tank has an AC of thirteen. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Ten. Oh, you so wanted those to be in the other order? Um, uh, can yeah. I give an inspiration to Gemily? You can. I take it. Sure. <laughs> Let's see what happens. I take it with both hands. 19. Oh, oh so much better. Okay. Excellent. You feel yourself shake off the effects of uh, some kind of poison that it pumped into you. And for just a second, your vision actually yeah. switched to like cartoonishly colored images. So you feel like whatever it was, it was a hallucinogen. Oh, shit. Oh. Nice. Good and job, Tej. <laughs> that was so <laughs> That'll do it for the spider. Um, okay, so Haha is going uh, to... Uh... After your turn, you can command the bear to attack but you still have your action, I believe. Yeah, I've got... So I have to use my bonus action to command the bear to attack. Yeah. Um, so uh, Haha's going to say, 
a small bear attack and um, have the, um, once again, fish white, flabby armed brown bear um, charge the spider and attempt to jump onto it and latch onto its little spidery fur back. Give me a d20. All right. Damn. Nat 20. Roll 2d8 for me. Five and a five. So that did 16 damage, or uh, sorry, 14 damage total. Um, And you still have your action. Yes, I will say too, the bear is trying to hold on to its like little spider furs. I suppose it's huge yep. spider furs. I'm trying to distract it. <laughs> um, so, and then uh, Haha's going to say, this is just hilarious. And he's going to cast um, uh, Tasha's hideous laughter on it. Okay. Uh, before you do that, could you uh, roll a d4 for me? Oh, yes. I'm sure oh, that this. No. One. This is going to be great. Okay. Uh, up or down? Oh, uh, no. Uh, down. Okay. Uh, instead, you cast the spell one down from Tasha's hideous laughter on it. All right. So protection from evil and good. Can I cast it on myself? (laughs) No, no, no. You cast it on the spider. Okay. (laughs) Um, Cool. The spider is uh, protected against um, uh, aberration, celestials, (laughs) elementals, and fey fiends, and undead. Creatures of those types have disadvantage on attack rolls against that target. Targets can also also cannot be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. No, oh, you see man. why I didn't have you make more composure rolls. This oh. is a bad time to bring up, guys, that Gemily is actually a fiend. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, yeah. are you being serious? No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, no, okay. no, no, he's, he's being... <laughs> All right. uh, can, I, can I end concentration, or is that going to stick for at least one round? It's going to stick for one round, but then you can end concentration. You All can right, end so concentration Mr. basically at the beginning of your next turn. So Mr. Giggles so will not attack. What the hell just happened? <laughs> okay. All right, that's it. And the bear is still like, yanking at its um, little spider hairs. Big spider incidentally, hairs. Gemily, did you pick up any of like the webbing and carry it with you? Uh, yeah, once I noticed sure. that it was uh, water magic, sure. I was just establishing because we hadn't said out loud. Like, uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna move down the line closer to the to the opening of the cave area. Um, is the spider kind of in the way of that? If I remember, pretty much. If I think that, all right. Um, so I'm gonna give myself just a little bit of room. Um, and uh, I'm gonna hold my attack action. Um, no, there's, no, that's fine. There's no reason. Um, I'm just getting, yeah, I'm just going to shoot at it. I was like, dude, it's a giant spider. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, might as well. Uh, 20. Hmm, weird, that didn't show up for me. Hits. And a 10 damage. It looks very woozy. All right, I'm just going to keep shouting. Come on, come on. You see the salamanders are just sort of quivering. They don't seem to be able to move quite anymore. (laughs) Victoria. 
Does it look so woozy that viciously mocking it might kill it? I don't. Mm. You don't have to answer that. That's not like it's not something that I should know. But if you want to answer that, no, I don't. Okay. Fine. Gonna dissonantly whisper at it again. DC thirteen wisdom save. Uh, it failed. So it will take sixteen damage, and again needs to use its reaction to move away from me. It uh, looks at you and quivers, and then you see this sort of green ichor ooze out of the side of its head, and. If you can picture long spider legs, they all snap up in the middle. Uh, So it essentially has done the spider, like, twitching in, dying, but in reverse. Oh, jeez. And it is dead. So we beat it. Spider's dead. You did? You are now carrying it. Uh, You have some webbing. You're about two-thirds to most of the way across the cavern. Um... And you're holding webbing that you you can feel is very powerful uh, water magic. That's horrifying. Everyone, come on, come on. Everyone, pick up some webbing. Or we could all carry the spider, become its puppet master. Wouldn't that no, be cool? I think, <laughs> I think just pick up the webbing. Yeah, webbing okay, sounds good. Swole, everyone pick some will start picking up the webbing and walking on its hind legs with a huge bundle of it in its flabby arms. You see a keep on trucking tattoo on one of the arms. Oh, gosh. TJ, what are you? This is my life, you all. I do this every day in my own mind. Let's go, let's go. Quick, quick, before another spider comes. Let's get out of here. I'll pick up some of the webbing and follow. Yeah, as will ha And for just a second, you start making that way. And then behind you, you see the second ha-ha. Oh, no. Hey, that's okay, you guys, right? No, nope, just not fucking okay. book it. No, just fucking really book it. Really smiling impossibly wide. We and have slowly the moving towards you. And look at uh, how slow it's moving. Keep going. Pop, pop, pop. Pop, pop, pop. Just run. Just run. Uh, uh, you see the bullet hit in the middle of Haha's, right in between Haha's eyes, and then the bullet slowly slide down, and the smile grows. Oh, good is that how your bullets typically work? That is not. Let's go. Let's go. Let's fucking run. Good job running, you guys. I really think we're getting good cardio in. I believe in all of you. I'm turning around, and as I run backwards, I'm casting magic missile on the second haha. I'm casting it, and I'm and the books say you're not haha. As they launch towards it, the books open, and haha's mouth opens impossibly wide, and swallows them. And the smile grows again. Figure that will say, the real haha will say, that's a good gag. <laughs> oh god. It laughs back at you with your laugh and now breaks into a run. Okay, we're sprinting, sprinting. Let's run faster. I I we were already running, weren't we? Yeah. 
ish. Yeah, I was saying repeatedly, book it. <laughs> yeah, booking oh, it. You, you were also you were also casting spells at it. Yeah, I was also shooting. I, I was. Yeah. I w- yeah. yeah. Blake and I were kind of slowed down by those those efforts. I I was I was busy making comedy. So okay. Okay, uh, I was running. So here's here's what you can do. There is there is a chase sequence now occurring. Oh, no. On your turn, you can do one of the following. You can either move two units, aka dash, or you can move one unit and something else. You can check the path as the lights are guttering to almost nothing. You could try to set a trap if you have an opportunity. You can look for a, a route, try to keep yourself on track, or you could do something else like attack, etc. You are currently okay. three units ahead of the haha. Sorry. Of the ha-ha. <laughs> of the um, ha-ha. So um, I'm going to actually bring back turn order. Well, dare I use my final spell slot to cast Grease on Haha? Or on the path behind us? It's up to you. That's, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. To try to, I, I called him blah ha ha. I was gonna um, say is it blah, blah blah blah. Um. All right. Uh. So ha ha. What do you want to do? Uh. Ha ha is running behind. Uh. Or not running behind. He's he's running sort of in front, and um, he's going to um. Run those two units. Uh. Incidentally, actually no. He's gonna run one unit, and then he's going to look at the path. Is there anywhere in the path where? He might create, say, a illusion, a phantasmal force, if you will, that might uh, make the haha fall into a ravine or cavern like this. Not right where you are. Um, I, okay. I, I, I that will sort of be looking for a route. However, you do see uh, an easier path, so you don't feel like next turn you'd need to check the path. If that makes okay, sense. Okay, so haha can can he also shout and point? Uh, in the direction, sure. say, hi, ho, silver. Sure. And the bear is also going to go, and hi, ho. Oh, so God, bear. I'm just picturing flabby arms going, <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> um, and that's, like, uh, that's going to be his turn. Um, jeez. All right. Um, Blake is going to dash to a head in that direction, then two units. Okay, you're able to do that. Uh, as you see there, you actually see sort of a, a, a slick down um, that you might have fallen into if it wasn't for Haha pointing out the best way. Um, awesome. So this area yeah. is very treacherous. There, It may be difficult, Haha, to, to set up that kind of just illusion trap. You'll need the right circumstances, but you all do need to consider where you're putting your feet. I'll sure. put it that way. I'll, I'll okay. kind of let everyone know, too, as they're moving up in that way. Victoria. So how many feet behind us is the flahaha? 90. 90. For now, I'm just going to move the two units. Okay. Gemily. Um, Would Gemily be aware of what haha is trying to do? Uh, It's a little bit hard to tell. It more looks to you like he was pointing out the way to go. Okay. 
Um, I'll be moving forward, but yeah, casting grease on the 10 foot square immediately behind The Last of Us. Which is you or Haha. You're sort of equal with each other right now. And that's not too. That's, it's also pretty easy to position it such that it's covering the path. Yeah, I'm going to do that, and I'm out of spell slots. Awesome. So you see Haha, and now his, or Flahaha, his legs are just moving impossibly fast. It looks like he's just walking, sort of ambling forward the way Haha does. Um, but he is covering more ground than you're pretty sure you're able to. He's moved uh, three units. Um, so he is one unit behind Haha and and, uh, Gemma Lee and two behind Blake and Victoria. Haha. Not Flahaha. Um, at this horrifying image of Haha, um, himself, I should say, um, ambling quickly toward him. Haha is going to say, uh, actually, where is Greece in comparison to everything? And does it seem like it slowed him down? Directly behind you all. He hasn't gotten to it. Okay. Um, so Haha is going to move two spaces forward. Very good. And that, that'll be Haha. Yep. Uh, Blake will move up one and then, um, Try to to look around for the best path for everyone else. Uh, Excellent. Give me a survival check or a perception check. Your choice. Uh, Perception, please. It's getting real goddamn dark. Uh, uh, Drift ain't doing much anymore. Um, Drift is actually starting to make sort of grinding noises. No, Drift, no. Uh... And he's not really casting any light at this point. Uh, he still is, but it's only about 10 feet. It lets you see right around uh, yourself. Drift, hang in there, buddy. Uh, I can't see very well. Proceed with caution. And that's it. Victoria. So how many feet is it away now? Uh, it is about 60 behind you. I know I saw people trying to do damage to it and it didn't work, but do I think that if I dissonantly whispered at it and it failed its save, um, it would have to still do the reaction move? You haven't really considered deeply the arcane workings of this thing at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) You're fake, haha. Kind of fucking booking it, so you're not sure. Well, you said I wasn't booking it. You said we were lollygagging. But, okay. well, but then, but then you said yet yeah, you in fact were booking it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'm gonna try dissonantly whispering at it. Okay. Uh, neat. Um. As you do that, uh, you feel your own mind trying to force you to laugh. Um, You don't have to make a save. You can kind of shake it off. Um, And behind you, you just see (laughs) Flaha. 
does. That was a good one. It has no effect. No. Bullshit. Okay, I'm gonna move one unit then, because that was my thing. Gemily? Um, we get two units of movement, you said? You can do two yeah. units of movement or one unit and something else. I'm doing modified yeah, chase I'm, rules. I'm moving two units. Excellent. Booking it. Uh, you're going to see uh, uh closing on you. And once again, uh, his its legs aren't looking like they're moving quickly, but it's just tearing up ground behind you all. And with a sense of dread, you realize that it's going to reach you all. Um, and when it's still just a little bit behind you, probably one unit and it's closing in, um, Gemily, you see in the guttering light a flash of red next to you. Um, and you see just lancing out magical energies, bringing rocks down, slamming down. Um, and from a side passage, you now see uh, Alexander step out and shout, Go, yeah. oh, Gem! At least I can not fuck this up this time. Well, that's cool. Uh, did the grease not do anything? No. Damn no, it. No. Well, good thing Alexander is here. That's, that's, uh, that's awesome. Actual ha. Huh? Uh, and you can hear now. <laughs> on the side, on the other side of this, like, rubble, um, and you see these massive rocks shifting. Oh, God. Okay, so... Alexander, again, I would stress go! So, Haha is going to, um... <laughs> he's gonna look one unit... Uh, he's gonna look for, um, the path, and he'll move one unit ahead. Give me a survival or a perception. Uh, perception. Survival. They're the same, so it doesn't really matter. I don't have inspiration anymore. That's comforting. Um, perception. 18 perception. Very good. You see a path uh, forward, and you can see it leads through sort of a crack in the stone, sort of a fissure. And for just a second, with that 18 perception, all the chaos around you fades away. And you can hear a drop of water hitting a very large body of water. Magical pool fight away! And he'll point to the crack. Go, go, go! Blake? Uh, I'd like to move up a unit and try to prepare a trap like uh, kind of carving um, out maybe a boulder from the side uh, that's kind of precariously there. Yeah, you can, you can kind of hack yeah. at something. Uh, give me uh, give me a survival check for that one. Cool, cool. 16. Very nice, yeah. You're able to sort of push a little bit and like you're you're using your rifle to lever it a little bit so that now there is one of yeah. the large rocks which is much more precariously perched now if something brushed against it you feel like it would fall all right you can also identify that to your team 
Definitely, I'll do that. All right. Move around, move around it. Okay. Victoria. Yeah, so I'm just going to move the two units then, um, moving around the thing that he said to move around. Okay. You're you're making your way through the, the fissure in the rock. Um, your dark vision has essentially failed. Um, you're basically blind and you're attuned enough to magic. You are entering a place that light has never been. Light does not exist here. It has never existed here. But you can hear in front of you almost the sound of like uh, waves lapping at a shore. Gemily? I move. Move, move, move. You get up next to basically uh, Victoria um, and uh, Alexander is following you. Uh, he's also going to move full speed and he's staying right by the, the, the opening of the fissure on the lake side. From behind you all, there's almost no sound left. It's it's weird. There's just basically no there's no real sensation left. There's no smell. There's no sound. There's no light. You can barely even feel the floor you're standing on. But you do hear in quick succession three cracks. And Blake and Haha, who are the furthest back, in this explosion of magical light, you can now see um, a Gemma Lee, a Haha, and a Blake. Uh, and they move towards you one unit so they're about uh, two units behind you now um ha um so haha is going to um, move the two units into this fissure and um so you're you need one unit to get into the fissure and now you're actually like standing in the water and it is very cold. Um, and I will say, is Swole Bear too big to get through the fissure? Yes. Uh, uh, so Swole Bear can go. <laughs> so uh, Haha's gonna use his bonus action then um, to, I guess, because he didn't use, uh, move those two units, he'll take um, the webbing from Swole Bear and then command Swole Bear to beat the shit out of the doubles. Very good, Blake. Um, I don't know how small, smart the bear is, but he's got big, chubby, 60-year-old arms. Yes. So I just kind of tell him and I point to the, the, the trap in the wall and just kind of let him know how to kind of trigger it if he needs to. I will say he's roid raging. Like, the muscles in his <laughs> arms have perforated the skin and are starting to rip out of the old flabby skin. And then I just move and scoot away from him as best I can and run into the, the cavern area. You're in the water now. Victoria? So I can't see, like, fucking anything now? There's little glints occasionally, but it's really hard for your dark vision to make it. If You can hear just barely the water in front of you. 
so I guess I'm just gonna keep moving towards the sound of the water. Okay. Gemily? Um, I'm keeping on moving towards the water, but but does Gemily, based on her, her last interaction with Alexander, does she think that he will be able to get out of here on his own? Or like, I guess I'm wondering, like, I mean, well, you know what? Gemma Lee's going to follow her own advice and not wait for somebody else when she has the ability to help. So she's going to spend one unit trying to leave some webbing behind for Alexander just in case he needs some. And then another unit to move forward toward the water. I'm going to give you some feedback based on that earlier crit insight. Okay. Alexander isn't intending to try to move. He's going to hold them as long as he can. And okay. he knows he is not going to survive that. Aw, Zed. All right. You do feel you could grab him and pull him with you because you're only one unit away. Um. Fuck. Fuck. Give me an insight roll real fast. Give me an insight roll and an arcana check. Four insight, 16 arcana. You think about the diagrams that you saw. You think about the notes. You think about what this place is. You think about what death magic is. Death magic is where things come to rest. Things end in it. And you think about the notes that you saw from Tom saying, and that the webbing is going to serve as your offering to the water. It is motion. It will conduct you. But death, death will also want an offering. You're going to need to leave something behind. And it can be a part of you. It doesn't have to be a physical part. It could be knowledge. It could be power. It could be emotion. It could be something you've carried. But something of you must die in order for the caves to be satisfied. And that can be like a memory or relationship? It could be a memory. It could be a relationship. It could be uh, a, a value that you hold. It could be lots of things, but it must be something that's part of you, something that has defined you. You can't, like, leave your pocket watch. <laughs> um, shit. I'll also say that if you have inspiration, you could reuse it on the insight. I don't have inspiration. Does anybody else have inspiration? I do. You can use mine. Thank you. Let's hope it's not wasted. Don't fuck this up. 13. 13. In this moment, as Zed stands at the opening, prepared to die for you, you realize that one of the things that's defined you is the fact that you walked away from everyone when you learned about magic. Interesting. Okay. Gemily, 
is gonna Spider-Man that hoe. Um, that was so. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a Humber spell. <laughs> no, she's gonna like try to web Alexander and pull him with her. You can do that with one. Yeah, and then move as far as she can with him behind and her. But yeah, you- like she's trying to shoot spiderweb at her at him. I don't know. <laughs> do you do you uh do you also put webbing into the water? Yeah. Actually, um, sorry, no, you used your you used that. Sorry, you already you you pulled Alexander in. Right, yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to I have webbing on yeah. me. But yeah, everyone I'm, has some webbing. You're all there. Um so the rest of you hear from outside just this relentless somehow and you don't know how, you can't hear anything, you can't hear the water lapping around you, but you hear their footsteps, you hear them coming after you, you hear the and then you just hear a very moist noise and something slap against the ground and then you see Flahaha's face coming through the gap except it's Haha's face, but it's reflecting everything. Almost as if you made his face out of a mirror. Haha, what would you like to do? Um, do I get the same sense about sacrifice and leaving a part of me? All that, or no? Do you you do not get that you didn't study the diagrams enough? Do you pump mm-hmm. webbing in the water? I do. I shove it into the water. And, yes. I, and then um, you you almost feel an energy. You feel the water. You feel the water around your feet pull at you and you feel lift very clearly, like you're pulling up. And then you feel another force pulling you back down. Pulling you down to rest. And you feel that you have to leave something with it, something that's defined you, something important to you. And that something will be Mr. Giggles as <gasps> as the evil ha-ha is pushing through. Um, real ha-ha will say, get away. I don't want anything that you've given me. I want my own life back. Go with this. Fiend, you deserve one another. Go! And he'll send Mr. Giggles toward this haha. You choose to leave Mr. Giggles behind. And as you and do, all the all the power that came with him as well. Yeah, you choose to leave your pact behind. You leave yes. your contract behind. Because this place has power. And as you do, you see the skin stretched over Mr. Giggles' face peel back and an utterly inhuman face underneath. You will regret this. I regret everything anyway. And you're gone. All right. Blake. Shit, well, if he just puts the web in the water, I'll do that too, and I smash the web down into the water. Same thing, you feel yourself pulled upwards, but you also feel yourself being held back, and you come to the conclusion you have to leave something behind, something important to you, something definitional of you. 
when I got back and I couldn't bring myself to make any new relationships with people. And I just became this loner. I found solace in one thing. And I take out Drift. And he kind of hovers again on my finger, kind of his gears whirring and struggling to, to keep up. I've finally made a couple new friends. Go. I'll see you later. And I put Drift kind of down further into the water. Drift disappears, that grasping feeling surrounding it, pulling it away, and you're lifted away. Victoria. I guess I'll put the spider webs in the water too. You put the spider webs in the water. You feel yourself lifted by water and held back by death and darkness. Will you sacrifice to it? It can have my guilt over Elizabeth, not my rage or my drive, but my guilt. And you feel some of that coming away, and with it, you feel the magics that you put on yourself stripped away. And your memories are there. You remember the guilt. Clearly, you remember what you knew. You remember all of it. And that lock that you put on yourself is gone. And so are you. Gemily. You were standing, shivering in the cold pool, grabbing on to Alexander's arm as he's fighting to go back and try to hold them back. What do you do? I throw the webbing into the pool and try to pull Alexander down with me as I follow the webbing in. Yep. You're able to. And you feel something. You must give up something. Yeah. I give up my secrecy and my self-protection. The, the obsessive and excessive degree to which I cut myself off from everybody and everything and I leave behind my guilt and worry about not having been able to help Alexander when we were in university and hopefully I can help him now you feel those emotions you feel that weight you feel the lie that you told yourself all those years that you now realize where Tomas's voice came from. It was the lie you told yourself all those years. That it was everyone was going on to bigger and better things. And you feel that pulled away. And you yourself are pulled away. 
You wake in the tunnels of the subway station. Your clothes are soaked through with water and you are extremely cold. Alexander stirs next to you, coughing slightly. You each have decisions ahead of you, information that you have to process, leads that you must chase down. However, right now, you're grateful to be out, to be alive, and even to be together. Blake, you know that you have people with you now who would help you figure out what happened to you. People who will make sure that you don't become a metal either. Gemma, you have much to figure out in both your research and your life, but you feel inspired and as if for the first time the answers that you seek in both those things lie in the same place. Because you've been interested in how such creatures could gift magic and now there's Alexander who was gifted magic. But magic more like yours. Victoria, you remember now what you had forgotten, and you know both what you knew before and couldn't understand, and you know that something has to be done. And haha, sweet haha, you feel free, light, but also exposed and defenseless. Knowledge of the supernatural with no abilities is rarely a good place to be. And it seems that all of the others have something that they need to do, something that you're worried that your break with your master could be related to. And you want to help. And you want to help your brother. And as you hug your arms to yourself for warmth, you feel something in your pocket. What would you like to do? I will take out whatever is in my pocket and look at it. It's a business card. Um, and you're a little surprised to see it and you kind of turn it over. It's it's very thick paper. And that feels very odd because you're soaking wet. There's, there's no way that it should be there, but it's fine. It's bone dry. On it in handwriting, it says, well done doing what had to be done. If you're interested in the power to change your own fate and that of others, let me know. I think I can help. Thomas Ain Lathwaite, your servant. And beneath is a sigil of an eye set within an ear with four tentacles emerging from behind it. And as all you sit in the dark of the tunnels, which no longer seems very dark to any of you, and Victoria, your dark vision works perfectly. Good. <laughs> you know that whatever comes next, whatever must happen, you will face it. You have been hunted through the most alien landscape you can imagine, and you're done with that. You will not be followed by the dark. You will chase it. Mm. And that will conclude the dark following. Wow. Hooray. Enjoyable. Swolebear is dead. Long live Swolebear. <laughs> Swolebear will forever be ingrained in all of your memories. That Flappy was excellent. fish white arms. And that was fantastic, you guys. 
Galway, thank you so much for doing that. That was great. Yeah. That was yeah, awesome. fantastic role play and GMing and all of it was awesome. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for playing. Thank you so much for participating in this. Thank you so much for going with the creepy and TJ particularly. Thank you so much for adding to it. Thank you so much to <laughs> yeah, everyone right. listening. We very much hope you've enjoyed this. We hope you enjoy the things we're going to be presenting in the weeks to come for Spooktober. And once we switch back to more of our regular programming, we hope you stick with us. And yeah, from all of us here at Helpful Goat, thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. And we love you all. Bye. Love you guys. Love you all. Bye. Good evening, everyone. Good night. Thank you, Swampy Kid, for this amazing world. Bye. Yes, thank you to Swampy Kid as well. Indeed.